Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Hey, Deuce Chill, turn on his mic. <laughs> Are, am I there now? You're there. Ah. What, what, it's great to be here. What, what's no problem. new? It's a high real radio. 104.1. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm all halfway. That is J-Dubs, and this is your hideout, so come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, that is Chunks. He's the radio bottom. He manages Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. That is sitting in for the um, on-assignment Tommy Bateman, Deuce Chill Derone. Who's already done a fantastic job so far. Yeah. Uh, Starting strong. Right. Run right out of the gate. You're our Smarty Jones. That's what you are. No, when I looked over earlier, I saw you over here. I was like, why is he in that seat? He switched on you. Always mm-hmm. be looking into the yes. booth. Uh, right you never now, know what I'm going to do. I'm out of the, on my mind. I'm just crazy. That is Deuce Joe Derone. He mans the talk and roll controls right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Putin is the unpaid producer screening your phone calls. At 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. It is Monday night. So, J-Dubs, as usual, we will be doing our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? We have just a ton of prizes to give away on a Monday night between the Whose Weekend Was It and the Hideout Headline Game Show. All of that to get to. A lot of big news that happened over the weekend. Uh, a lot of items to discuss, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. You and me, in what some people would call a quote-unquote funny way. But first of all, allow me to express my my truest concern for that thing you call a body. The cello-shaped body uh, you own. What are you talking about? Well... As it turns out, when we were in Washington, D.C., and you love your Detroit Lions. By the way, how'd they do over the weekend? Uh, it was a bye week. Great, so they didn't lose. No. That's your favorite time of the uh, year, the bye week, because they can't bye lose. Bye week and off season. I love both of them. So you love your Detroit Lions so much. Last mm-hmm. year, you actually bet Don Geronimo of the Don and Mike Show, and we were at WJFK. Um, was it twice? Yeah, I bet him twice. That the Detroit Lions would win their game. The first week was uh, the uh, Thanksgiving Day game of Detroit versus Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Indianapolis 
absolutely killed Detroit, and I had to get a tattoo of Indianapolis across my back. Okay, but then you learned your lesson because... No, you... no. Uh, after that, I uh, bet Don Geronimo again, I think two or three weeks later, uh, against his Green Bay Packers, and I lost that one narrowly in the in the fourth quarter. Okay, but you learned your lesson because before that, you had gotten a tattoo of Detroit Lions, Super Bowl champs, 2005. That was not a bet. That was just something I wanted. Oh, and you also... It done a bet Lions versus Redskins. Yes, uh, on the Ryan and Fez show against uh, the intern Ogre, I bet that uh, the Lions would beat the Redskins. They did not, so I have on the inside of my arm, uh, Lions 10, Redskins 17, the score of the game. And we haven't even mentioned the tattoos of the elephant on your leg, and I mean the mosquito. So elephant. And the clown shooting heroin on your uh, left those shoulder. Are, those were before I got into radio. But you've learned your lesson about betting on your Detroit Lions, haven't you? Um, I've learned the lesson that I don't initiate the bets. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. But you're kind of a sucker for them. Yes. Uh, whenever I hear tattoo bet, J-Dub's <laughs> a puss, he won't take the tattoo bet. I usually jump on it. And uh, today on the Ron and Fez show on XM Channel 202, Fez threw out the challenge, uh, tattoo for tattoo, Lions versus Buccaneers. And you accepted. I accepted. The loser of the uh, of the game, no uh, point spread or anything, straight up. The loser of the game will have to get a tattoo of the opposing team on their ass. Wow. Ass for ass. Ass for ass. So to get this correct, if, if the Tampa Bay Bucks win, I will be getting a Tampa Bay tattoo on my ass. If the Lions win, Fez Watley will be getting a Lions tattoo on his ass. <laughs> ass for ass. Straight up. Well, okay, now between the two of you, that's just odd. Huh? Let me say this. You're a moron. Why? Because the Buccaneers are three and oh, my friend. They are three and oh, all narrow victories against mediocre teams at best. Uh, narrow victory against the Packers, who we completely annihilated. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. But how'd y'all do against Chicago? Chicago was a um, was a poor game. We learned a lot from it. And it happened and by, right at the right time and by, where we had two weeks to figure everything out. And by the way, it should be we at this point because you should be a member. You should be on the payroll for the Detroit Lions. I would love to be. I wouldn't be here. That's the one job that would pull me away from here. Link, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What up? What's yep. up, dude? Hey, I wanted to uh, ask J-Dubs if you'll do the tattoo for the tattoo for the uh, Browns versus Lions game coming up. Dubs, I've got. I'm, let me uh, keep my mind on the one right in front of me right now, Link, and yeah. uh, hit me up in a couple weeks. Because here's the thing. I mean, as an athlete, J Dubs, you I'm have to terrific. take you have to take it one game at a time. Exactly. I've uh, you know that's the problem. A lot of these teams get focused on you know playoffs or something like that. They aren't looking at the immediate 
uh, opponent. Okay, so again, if the Bucks win this weekend, mm-hmm. where's the game? Uh, in Tampa Bay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. Um, if the Bucks win, mm-hmm. then you yes. you get the tattoo. Yes. Wow, brother. I will get it uh, in November, live on the Ryan Fez show, XM Channel 202. All right. Well, I want to go with you. No. You and I in New York City. You're not invited. It's like a date. You and me. It's our little vacation time. I need a vacation. I do, too. You and me vacationing in New York. We can catch a Broadway show. You can. You can have fun with that. I'll be catching peep shows. Run one off with a, a friend I'm peeking in the other uh, booth with. Brandon, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Brandon? Not much. How's it going, guys? All right, dude. Hey, listen, J-Dubs, you got to bail on your team, bro, before you run out of skin. <laughs> I'm really close. That's so true. If you okay. go if you go on ronfez.net, they have a thread up there uh, showing all my tattoos. <laughs> yeah, they're all there. Definitely check it out. Thank you, Brandon. You bet. Have a good night. You all too. Right, buddy. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, I'm getting word that uh, I guess the stream may be down. Ah. RealRadio.fm. Hmm. Billy the Mo, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Billy? Yo, J-Dubs, have you ever seen that guy with all the Disney tattoos, man? If your teams keep losing, you're going to be like that dude from the NFL. I know, I'm going to have... Football <laughs> every... teams are all tattooed all over your body, man. And I'm getting close. I have a blanket. It was a childhood blanket that has all of the old logos, like from the 80s. That's going to be your body. Yeah, it still has the Oilers. Yeah, it has the Oilers, the old uh, Tampa Bay when it was orange. Yeah, Bucko Bruce. Hmm. All right. It, at least <laughs> this time, with the uh, with the flag, if I do get it, it is a cool tattoo. The problem with it is on my butt. I'm sure. Right, you know what? All right, hold on a second. Now, Kev Mathers wants to know: Will you get robbed again, like the last time you visited New York City? No, because I'm going to stay away from that dangerous Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't told that story here, have we? We'll get to it. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hi, right, people are already sending in photos for what you should get tattooed on your ass. What is it? It's it's a really cool. Better not be a badge. It should be at this point because you know why you're getting raped. You're getting raped by the lions. Oh my goodness. Billy, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, Bill. What do you got, Billy? Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you? All right. I was born and raised in Detroit. Only two things I learned is never wear your jewelry and never bet on a lion. <laughs> and you know what? And that's something you live by in Detroit, Michigan. Hockey town. There's a reason they call it hockey town. Because football and baseball suck there. Yeah, boy. You guys long for the days of uh, Alan Trammell and Jack 84, Morris. 84, baby. 84. <laughs> All right, people are saying you should go old school with the tattoo if you're going to get it. I uh, get the uh, orange. Mm-hmm. 
Jeff, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. Gentlemen, why do you guys stress out over mediocre teams, man? Give them up and just come on over to the Pats. All right. So, <laughs> uh, you know what, Dubs? That's true. Just scoot on over. Exactly. What? We take all comers, P-A-T-S, yeah. Pats, Pats, Pats. We win year after year. So, it, we'll pick anybody else. That's all right. Come on you over. Know, you don't are... have to get any more tats. <laughs> The odd thing about the Patriots, I was watching uh, Tom Brady last night on his little post-game interview. Mm-hmm. He looks like a tard. He looks like a real good-looking tard. <laughs> if you, I want you to see game photo of him after he takes that helmet off and how big his head looks. <laughs> he looks like a bangable tard. You said he looks like a Chuck good, Jock. Good-looking tard. Yes. All right, people are chanting on the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Mm-hmm. Tell the Times Square story. You want to do that when we get back? Yeah, we can do that when we get back. All right, once again, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, especially those of you who respect your skin, uh, 407-916-1041, J-Dubs versus Fez Watley of the Ron and Fez Show on XM Satellite Radio, Channel 202. It's a bet. Dub's beloved Lions versus Fezzi's beloved uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Loser gets a tattoo of the other team on their ass. Now, I don't find it that bad of a deal for me because they'll just cover up boils. Hey, you're, uh, <laughs> That's not a joke. Your hemorrhoids will have company now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a break. You'll have something to root for. It's a high out radio 104.1. Uh, Ron and Fez on uh, XM202. You two guys... Um, Tattoo bet. Loser gets the other team's logo tattooed on their ass. Yes. Butt for butt. Adam, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Adam? Hey, I want to tell you, you guys got to change the the results of the bet because if you get a tattoo on your butt, ain't nobody going to see it, so it's not going to be that embarrassing. Unless it, it'll be embarrassing because there's going to be pictures of our butt with a tattoo on it all over the Internet. That's yep. not- that? If it's that if it's that bad, put it on somewhere where it shows. That way, you have to explain to all your Lions fans why you've got a buck tattoo, like on your arm or on your neck. Yeah, that's my idea. Forehead, and I think if you put it on the forehead, you'll be real men. You know, it doesn't make sense to me in how I can't please any of you people. I'm putting up a tattoo on my ass. I don't see any of you guys doing it. And the I other, can't make any happy. The other thing about that too, though, Dubs, is mm. genuinely. You have to live with the shame of yourself. Yeah. Because sure, those pictures of your bare asses will be on the internet, whoever loses. Actually, they may already be out there. But, every day when you get out of the shower, you're reminded of the disappointment the Detroit Lions have given you, thanks to the previous bets with Don. Well, and the funny thing is, those things sneak up on me still. Like, I'll forget that they're there. And I'll look and be like, what's, the, what's on my back? You know, I don't feel like I've washed properly because I see that. And then it's so big. Fam. Yeah. Dubs, I'm genuinely rooting against you. Why? I want a trip to New York. I'd like to go up to New York and visit our friends. My friends? You aren't invited. No, I'm going. You aren't invited. You can wait outside the uh, the uh, the studios with a nice hot bowl of soup, waiting for me to get done. Can I go with you, Doves? Yeah, of course. Sweet. What? Thanks, man.
You're always invited. You know that. David, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, David? Hey, man, I used to live up in D.C. Mm-hmm. I like that Ron and Fez show a good bit, but quick question. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Fez already have the other team tattoo in his ass? No, he does not have a tattoo of the Lions on his ass. No. He does have a Tampa Bay Buccaneer tattoo on his shoulder and a Tampa Bay Lightning. Dubs, what are you thinking? What? All right, how about we take it one step further? Hmm. If you lose, if you lose, which, by the way, I'm pulling for, at the Chillers gigs, Thursday night, hideout after party, mm-hmm. assless chaps. Show it off. Show it off. Just once. Once. Yes. Mark the tape. Mark the tape. He agreed. Now, here's the thing, Dubs. I love my Dallas Mavericks. I love them to no end. But I am also truthful and understanding in the fact that they are losers. They don't make it into the playoffs. They still disappoint. When You're not you, a true fan, then. When are you finally going to realize, at least enough to not put your body on the line? If you were a true fan, you would already have your bald head turned into a basketball with uh, Dirk's uh, John Hancock right on top of it. That big, bald forehead would be turned orange with these little black stripes on it. That's not a bad idea. It would be awesome. Give me something to pop. What is that? That was so gay. Chuck Jock. <laughs> hardcore Paul, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Hardcore Paul? What's up, brothers? Uh, first of all, I want to say thanks for adding me up on MySpace. Yeah, I was just about to say, this is one of my friends, Hardcore Paul on MySpace.com. What do you got? What's up? Well, I'm um, sorry, Dubs, but uh, I've been listening to Ron and Fez for a while, man, and I haven't heard him lose a bet before. I think oh, I'm, I'm, I have a terrible... Terrible track record with tattoo bets. The only tattoo bet I have ever won was against El Jefe. That was me and Dubs uh, with the Ron Fez show. It was tattoo versus hair. Mm-hmm. We were gonna we fought the St. Pat spat. We did actually a boxing match. And if I lost, I had to shave my dreadlocks. If Dubs lost, he had to get the tattoo El Jefe's hideout. And this was for us changing the name because Dubs wanted equal billing. It was the show was originally called El Jefe's Hideout. Okay. Mo. Yeah, because it's so less gay. The Hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. I thought it was the Dove. Yeah, that too. So uh, Dubs beats my ass. Three one-minute rounds. He pummels me. Now he didn't knock me out, but I couldn't move my neck for two weeks. You guys didn't even box the amount of time that women box for. Oh, these were. This is what was uh, set up by the boxing commission. It was the longest 60 minutes ever. 60 I mean, seconds. 60 seconds. Did you wear the huge big gloves? No. Or how many ounces were? Do you think? What they were, were they? Uh, nine. Oh, I so think you, had, you had the little gloves. Yeah, we had actually smaller gloves than normal. He, I could have told you he'd have beat you. He he beat the hell out of me. Like I was a bobblehead. Literally just punching well, my head. Big target too. What uh, what Hefe did was he just came in with his head down. And I was just punching down the whole time. Just beating on the back of his neck. And you're used to that. Mm hmm. All right, people are saying uh, Fez Watley already has the Bucks tattoo anyway from a Super Bowl win, so even if he loses, he still has a championship, unlike you. Yes, that's true. But if I win, it brings me one game closer to Detroit Lions Super Bowl champs 2005. It would technically be six. No. 
Oh, for the 2005 season? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Todd, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Todd? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, dude. Man, on that tattoo vest, the ass really don't count. you got to go for the pain factor and embarrassment. Where's that? you got to put it right there on the sternum, right in the middle of the pecs. How about this? I will oh, put yeah. the, I, I will put this up to Fez if he wants it. Oh, man. I, I'm no, not... no, hold on. I'll put it up the undercarriage. Tank? Mm-hmm. Who are you going to find that's going to tattoo you there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it would be done. It would be done in New York, so I'm sure they could find somebody. Nice prison artist. Or how about this? You know, we don't even get a picture. I just put the buck stops here, and he says, <laughs> and he puts the heart of the line right there. <laughs> no? No, because the two of you have, I mean, hey, sure, I'm not one to say no for Mr. Fez Watley or Mrs. Fez Watley. For Fez. Oh. But I am willing to say, the two of you love logos. Mm-hmm. I think you should probably stick with the logos. What's wrong with you, dude? What? It's You know what it is? It's And I'm not making light of this. You're the beaten wife who refuses to leave the husband and thinks at some point the husband will treat you better if you just love him more. I don't think so. I think that my lines are going to come through this year. They have so many offensive weapons and a defense that's a little bit better. And I, I think Fez Watley will be the one with the tattoo on his ass. I'm a nice man. Okay, here I got this. The Bucks versus Detroit in the last five years. 2000 at Detroit, victory for the Bucks. 2001. At Detroit, victory for the Bucks. 2002, at Detroit, victory for the Bucks. 2003, 2004, no games. Yeah, I was going to say there's no games in 2003, 2004. But if you go behind that, I know uh, Charlie Batch led us to a couple nice victories over in, uh, in Tampa Bay. Dubs, is there a point that you would stop getting different NFL logos tattooed <laughs> on you if you keep... Lo- I mean, seriously, like, would you stop after... Here's the thing. No. And when he already has one team, he's going to start going retro. Just to make sure it all uh, works out. Well, here's the thing. If I would have gotten away with a few of these, I would have stopped by now. Well, what's the point of stopping now? Look at my back. Why don't you just get the rest automatically tattooed on? Why, I, why not make a little uh, game out of it and... Yeah, add some, add some spice to my football watching life. In fact, that's true. You should get all of the logos and just whenever the Lions happen to win, tattoo a little W next to it. That way you know there was a victory. You interested in a little Jaguar logo? We don't play this year. Well, if they did play, they'd win anyway. The Jaguars would. So you should get it. What the hell? Adam, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, man. What's going on? What's up, Adam? What up, dope? Hey, if you're from Detroit, you must be a uh, Wolverines fan, right? No, Spartan. Spartan? Mm-hmm. Actually, he's uh, a fan of the Specs uh, Howard School of Broadcasting where yeah. he went. Yeah, the nice football <laughs> team we have there. Yeah. Well, Dubs, I'm excited. Ordinarily, this is a game I wouldn't care about. Now, go Bucks. Lifelong Bucks fan. I remember growing up watching Steve Young. You know what? I want. I'll let you uh, cheer for the Bucks because your team right now has a stank of a loser on it. Which team? Cowboys. That's not my team. My team's the Redskins. Both of them. 
Did they lose the Redskins? No, they had a bye week. Yeah. You know how I know? We're 2-0. and You know how? Why? Because Putin, on his fantasy football team, has Clinton Portis from the Buccaneers. I mean, not from the Buccaneers, but from the Redskins. And uh, he didn't trade him out for this week, so he was starting someone on their bye week. All right, you know what? I want to take a break and talk about the Hideout Fantasy Football League for a second. Me since, too. Since we're talking about <laughs> sports, go to realradio.fm and look at the Fantasy Football League along with us. In fact, if one Tommy Bateman is around, I'd like to get a hold of him and get his thoughts on fantasy football. Because there's a very good chance the people stunting this weekend, it'll be decided tonight on Monday Night Football, will either be intern Putin or executive producer Tommy Bateman. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. No! Five thousand. What? Welcome back into the, already. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 1041 Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I'm El Hafe. That is J Dub. Soon to have the Buccaneers tattooed on his ass. Not gonna happen. Fez Watley will have the Lions logo on his ass. Now our Hideout Fantasy Football League. Mm-hmm. I am stoked about the Fantasy Football League because uh, at the end of every uh, weekend, <clears throat> someone will have to stunt uh, based on whoever has the fewest points. And this go-round, the Helmet of Pain stunt, I said Helmet of Pain stunt. Helmet of Pain. Is the hottest yard. A yard of Dave's insanity sauce. Snorted. Three feet. Three feet snorted up by the loser. Now, when I checked my fantasy football team after baseball yesterday, mm-hmm. I only had 25 points. Ooh. And I was convinced that I would be stunting this week. You know, I was getting worried there for a while, too, because I saw, um, I, forget, I forget who it was throwing up the points, but I found out he was on your bench. Who, Michael Vick? No. I. Uh, what running backs did you have going? Uh, Thomas Jones, Corey Dillon. Yeah, Corey Dillon. I saw Corey Dillon throwing up the points. He screwed the pooch last week. Uh, you can't ditch him that quick, though. And then, well, he also went on Mark St. Amant from SportsRag.com. He wrote a book on it. He tells me he's Steven Jackson. Yeah, but I, Steven Jackson might have been a better pick, but he uh, got injured early on in the game. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. He got went out in the first quarter. Well, hell, then his stats don't look so bad. I want to thank, personally, LaDainian Tomlinson, who I would give a man kiss to, for coming through with 44 points. Insane. I was watching that game, and I'm like, oh, there's no way, because I thought you had both Tomlinson and Dylan and Dylan going. And you know what? I changed it Saturday night, too, from Dylan to Jackson. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, man. How you guys doing? All right, buddy. Hey, uh, I've been listening to you guys since you've been on, and Ron and says, this guy used to be the Ron and Ron show in Tampa, am I correct? Yes, you are absolutely well, correct. You know, I used to listen to those guys like 10 years ago. What Diaz. What was that? Whatever happened to Ron Diaz, who used to be I, on there? I believe he's doing a sports show out in Tampa. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I've never met him, so I'm not sure, but I believe he's doing a sports show in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the phone call. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. So anyway, Dubs, 
getting back to the fantasy football league, if you go to realradio.fm and click on it, we have a a public viewing mm-hmm. for the league, so you can keep up on who you you know on the league, who you think's going to stunt that weekend. And looking at it right now, the fewest points by far is intern Putin. The intern idiots has <laughs> kind of kind of showed uh, that their name is correct. Grand total of 48 points. The next fewest, uh, Drunky the Bears, uh, Bear Claws. Bear Claws at 71 points. Now, okay, what is that? 31? 21 points? 23 points. 23. All right, that's 23 point difference, which, to be perfectly honest with you, can be made up. Because you have Priest Holmes going tonight. And Tony Gonzalez. Oh, wow. So you got two major point getters going tonight. The problem is that Drunky also has Trent Green and Eddie Kittison going tonight for Kansas City. So uh, it looks like Drunky probably won't have to stun either. No. The only person you were hoping for, Putin, that you can catch and beat is Tommy Bateman. Tommy Bateman has 84 points. So you need a grand total of, what is that, 36 to tie? 37 to beat Tommy? Yeah. You need 37 points between Priest Holmes and Tony Gonzalez. Which is not an impossible feat. It's very possible. Otherwise, you are snorting a yard of hot sauce. Here's where you got screwed, Putin. Clinton Portis had a bye week. And you didn't Who take him out. Portis? He's running back for the Washington Redskins, my favorite team of all time. Okay. Go Brunel. He did not play this week because he had a bye week. So you're supposed to put him on your bench and start another running back. Javon yeah. Walker broke his or tore his ACL two weeks ago. And Who you, is that? He's your starting wide receiver. Oh, wow. He had him starting too? Yeah. So you <laughs> got a grand total of zero points from Walker. And zero from Portis. With still a chance for you not to stunt, but you need 37 points. So we're going to have Monday football, Monday Night Football on tonight, and we're going to keep up on RealRadio.fm. That means he had uh, Javon Walker going last week, too, yes. probably. Do you realize that you have to change your lineups for fantasy football? This stuff should be automatic. I shouldn't have to sit there and monitor this. If, if somebody goes out... I tell you what, just don't. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have to monitor. If you want for a small fee, Putin, I'll be your advisor. After this week, I'm actually thinking of putting like a, a book out there on fantasy football. Right, by the way, Matt Albert says you owe that all to him because he was your general manager in drafting. I actually owe it all to Jimmy Smith with that game-ending touchdown. Jimmy Smith wasn't even your big uh, point getter, but he did he did win the game for the Jaguars. Now here's the thing, real fast. Deuce Childerone, as sexual as he may be. Had the most insane fantasy football weekend, at least the most record-breaking one in the history of the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Oh, his his boys went off. You know, I had to make now, some, unlike in real life. Yeah, I made some important changes for the week. Switched hmm. out Westbrook for Green. Something well, I've been telling you to do for a while. Listen yeah, to, listen to this. This is insane. Sean Alexander, 38 points. Brian, was... Brian Westbrook, 32 points. Heinz Ward, 25 points. Steve Smith. 37 points. Hit three guys with over 30 points. 
That's stupid. What was his uh, end score? 166. Wow. And oh, at least he's all done for tonight. Like I said, I'm thinking of putting a book out there, so if anyone wants to sign it, you can reach me here. Who would sign your book? Somebody did put out a book, man. No, but they didn't get 166 points in one week. What's it going to be called? Douche Chills Fantasy Football. It's done gonna right. Be, it's going to be crickets in parentheses. By the way, I have a story. I'm glad Deuce Chill is here tonight. I have a story I want him to read aloud to us. Okay. A news story. <laughs> Great. I, I just want him to read it aloud uh, in in another place where someone else can isolate things. All right, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I will at least say this, Chunks. Yeah. You got off easy. 111 points in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Congratulations. Who is he playing? Bateman. Ah. Uh, Crush Bateman. I was going to say, it's, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious if he was playing Darone and still didn't win the game because... Well, Tuttle got 97 points. There's still a guy going tonight. Yeah, Putin. So, let me just get this straight. Uh, for the past two weeks, I have not had two people playing. Just, no, just one. Uh, Javon Walker, who's been injured the last two weeks... Uh, Clinton Portis just not this week because so he was uh, he he not, they didn't have a game this week. Let me ask you something. So did you think when you set the lineups you were just set and done for the rest of the year? Well, no. I figured if there was a bye week, like I I uh, I got another running back because I realized <laughs> both my running backs had the bye week on the same week because I didn't know about the bye week, and I figured it would like you know do it automatically. Like oh, it's you know a bye week for these guys. Oh, throw that guy in there. Like an assistant coach. I thought you were a computer nerd. I am. You should know this stuff. Uh, that's why I assumed that the nice ESPN people would have it set up that way. <laughs> no, because where's the fun in that if uh, if they're doing all the work for you? That's not work. That's common sense. By the way, here's what I think we should do. Because I honestly think you got screwed. I think you should trade Clinton Portis to me. Absolutely not. Oh, you'd be crazy not to trade him. And trade him. And here's who I'm going to give you. And I'm really, this is something between you and me, like mentor to student, but right now I'm going to come down to your level. I bring you up to my level. Right now you're a teacher, so it's teacher to teacher. Because you got screwed and Clinton Porter screwed you, Mm -hmm. I want to trade. And I'm willing to trade you, check this out, the Cowboys' defense. Ooh, Putin, do that, it. That doesn't do it. sound like a good no, idea. It's great. For him, it's not a good idea. You Cowboys, jump on that. America's team. I tell you who I'll also throw they in. They lose all the time. I'm going to throw in another team. No, 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 no. I'm going to throw in someone else, too. Okay? Who? Marcus Pollard. Tied Ooh. In, tied in for the Detroit Lions. Is he related to Jackson Pollock? Pollard. Yes. He is. I hate Jackson Pollock. <laughs> but he's different. They don't even have They the hate each other. They, yeah, they hate they, each they other. They don't talk. Marcus hates painting, and so that's why it's different. All right? No. I will offer the trade. All you got to do is say yes, teacher to teacher. And then once we're done, you can go back to being a pupil. Okay? We'll take a break. We'll come. Hey, say thank you now. Thank you now. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What? All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
We were talking about fantasy football and one of the biggest fans of fantasy football right now in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. It's one Mr. Tommy Bateman. Tommy Bateman on assignment in Washington, D.C. How you doing, Bats? I swear to God, I'm going to kill Peyton Manning. <laughs> Why? What did he do? That stupid bastard got eight freaking points yesterday. I thought he got a lot more. Wait, no, this is younger brother, Eli. Ooh, Eli. Yeah. Worthless. Awkward-looking, stupid bastard that he is. (laughs) Now, here's the thing, Tommy. If I bench him, he'll do like 80,000 points. Here's the thing, Tommy Bateman. Yes. Putin tonight has Priest Holmes and Tony Gonzalez going. Yeah. He needs 37 points to beat you, and you will end up stunting for the uh, hottest yard, snorting the yard of hot sauce. Are you worried about that? Um, no, because if Putin's smart, he'll bench him right now. <laughs> the hottest yard will be nothing compared to what I'll do to him. Okay, now Uh-oh. he just typed to me, if I beat him, will he kill me? Yes. yes. No, I won't kill him. I'll just have him in chronic pain for the rest of his life. Back or knee? Why just choose one? <laughs> That's you know, my, true. You know, my favorite is to stomp on their hand until it's useless. That is, some, that is something you taught me repair. a lot. Yeah, but what do you want to do to the guys? I mean, that's fun for the chicks. Yeah, that's true. No, they need their hands. <laughs> nah, that's true. Unless they're fighting too much. All right, Tommy. Well, uh, I know you were... Um... <laughs> hey, thanks for ruining my trip, by the way. I was all calm and happy and relaxed, and I logged on last night, and I saw what was going on, and I uh, started flipping out. You can actually ask Chunks. I was screaming and yelling on the phone with him. Did you happen to catch my score? Yeah, and Matt Albert's going to pay for that, too. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Chunks, what was it like last night with Bateman on the phone? Uh, pretty bad, especially over the cell phones. And um, he was just yelling so loudly that the phone was just kind of crackling, and he's just cussing. <laughs> I mean, just saying awful things about Peyton. And, I mean, that what he, kind of awful things? Dante Stallworth, that's another useless punk that's going to get his knee broken. <laughs> I could have told you that. Ass. Stuff like... What he'd want happening to him in a dark alley and how sexual many, stuff that I can't get into. How many points did Stallworth get you? Zero. Ooh, ouch. All right. Somehow Dub still lost the Deuce Childeron, which is kind of puzzling. Yeah, I don't know. He's actually, technically, he crushed everyone, but he even crushed Dubs, which is very surprising. You know, you guys are starting to upset me, though. Give me the credit. Don't give it to Matt Albert. Matt Albert picked your team. Yes. He picked one guy. No, he picked like the first five or ten rounds. And but you know what's funny is Matt Albert, if he were part of this league, he could have picked the exact same people, and it would have been a crap team. Yet when he tries to screw Darone, it, it's golden. <laughs> That's true. He has the worst luck ever. All right. I, you know what? And he told me to pick Peyton Manning first over Ladine, whatever, Tomlinson. LT. Yeah. Hey, how many points did Peyton get you? Uh, I don't know. How many punches in the face do you want tomorrow when I come in? Eight. Eight? I was just going to say that Ladainlin got me... 44 points yesterday. Save me from stunning. Bye-bye. What's wrong? Come on, Tommy. (laughs) All right, speaking of uh, members of the Hideout Fantasy Football League, here's uh, Hideout General Manager Tuttle, who had a good weekend over the weekend, so no snorting of hot sauce for him. How are you, Tuttle? Well, actually, I didn't even know how I did, and I was actually calling in to find out, but I'm very <laughs> relieved to find out that uh, Bateman and uh, it comes down to Bateman and the interns. Now, I, now here's the thing. Drunky is still technically in the running for the uh, the stunt. But he probably won't have to do it. Probably not Drunky. 
Did you know that he didn't even know how to check the scores? Like he he didn't even know that you guys had a website. I've I've showed it to him and I've told him many times. Drunky didn't. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, do I need a stunt tomorrow?" I was like, "Dude, you haven't checked it." <laughs> and it makes a little sense because I haven't seen a whole lot of activity on his team either. Hell no! I think the interns had had a couple of bye weeks that they they forgot to change out. Yeah, they they, uh, they left uh, Clinton Portis playing and uh, Javon Walker, who's been injured and out for the season for the last two uh, weeks. Dude, I'm so, I think the interns should have to stunt either way because, dude, you could have had Bateman stunting. Oh, that's so. All cheap. you had to do is put Clinton Portis in. Uh, and who's on your bench? Now that I think about it, now I'm uh, go to RealRadio.fm. The whole fantasy football league is on there. On the bench. Fred Taylor. So he could have oh. put in Fred Taylor and gotten 15 points from running back. Nice. Well, apparently all you guys knew about this stuff, so if you wanted the stuff, you could help me out. I didn't know until uh, today. Plus, we have to make sure that we're in the clear first. Yeah, that is We can't true. help you out in advance. That's absolutely true. And what the hell is douche doing winning? I mean, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm getting ready to write a book about how to no, win. No, you're not going to write anything. You're not going to write anything. If you're going to write, write anything, just write a how to build a dreidel or eat pork or something. Not eat pork. Oh. All right, there he is. <laughs> General Manager Tuttle. Bye. <laughs> Quarter pounder, hold the cheese. Uh, uh, Tuds, we'll see you, uh, I guess, not this week, maybe next week. Tuttle, <laughs> and goodbye. All right, let's take a break. I can't I- wait. And the, the fact that this is the uh, hottest yard which I've done, kind of makes me a little happier. Out of the helmet of pain? Helmet of pain. Now, how how bad does the Dave's Insanity sauce, three feet of it up your nose, how oh, does that hurt? It kills. It like it goes straight to your brain, and it just it burns your eyes. It burns the back of your head. It just goes like through like these different waves where it's just burning your head Cause it goes completely. Tr- that goes straight to your brain, right? Well, it goes through your, uh, the, in your nasal cavity and all this kind of stuff. Do you guys allow like a chaser afterwards where you can snort like a yard of milk? Well, afterwards, yeah. After the pain set in. Yeah. We are, I mean, you could choke and do some damage if you don't get some milk down there sometime. 48 points. You need Priest Holmes to have the game of his life. He needs 48 now? No, that's what he has. Oh. He needs 37 points to beat Bateman. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want Bateman to lose. Me neither. I really don't want Bateman to lose, Putin. Yeah, Priest and Gonzalez can do it for you. Yes. I want to see Bateman lose. Why? I because I think it'd be hilarious to see him stunt. And then what? Punch you afterwards after snorting hot sauce? Bring it. Oh. I'm not a bad fighter myself, you know. It's oh, not going to be fun of pain. for a week if he has to stunt. Yeah. And every weekend from here on out will be worse and how do, worse how do and like, worse. How do you like that Tommy hasn't been happy lately? Mm-hmm. So he finally gets to go back to D.C., go home. Maybe, you know, he's going to a concert, <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff. And we ruined it with fantasy football. We absolutely ruined his vacation. And I don't want you guys to ignore this. Putin just claimed that he was a good fighter. Did anyone else catch oh. that? How about this? Maybe we... I didn't think it was worth uh, noticing. But... Maybe when we broadcast live from Miss Monster, you versus Bateman, UFC. Boxing. No, I like UFC. Sure. You're a pretty oh. good fighter. You like an armbar? Bring it. 
My arms are bars. What are you talking about? All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Whose weekend was it? Our weekend recap game, chance for you to win prizes. we got great stuff. Tickets to see Henry Rollins, Black Label Society, Danzig, the... uh, the uh, the uh, Pro Skate Tour with Hoobastank and the All-American Rejects. Light them up. Four, go ahead, Doug. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Call in and win. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Whose weekend was it? Win some prizes. Call now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. As we recap our weekend, put it in game show form so that you can uh, play along, win some prizes as we talk about what happened. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I just got this text message on my phone from Bateman. All of you will have a terrible, tragic night tonight. <laughs> He's out of town, so I don't know how, but even worse, tomorrow for Mikey, if he doesn't bench his players. For who? Mikey, Putin, Remy. Mikey, Remy, Putin, you. I'm serious, bro. Somehow it's your fault, because you're the, you're the last person um, who may have a chance to beat him in a fantasy football league. You definitely have to play the tape of Putin challenging him to a fight. Yeah, that's going to get played regardless. What, Putin? I do not take kindly to threats. No one's getting benched. Oh. Coming at it hard. You will not uh, you will not uh, succumb to the terrorist threats? Absolutely not. All right, let's do whose weekend was it. Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend. And while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Whose weekend was it? All right, it's in game show form. It will go over the weekend. This hideout member, blank. Uh, fill in the blank. You pick myself, Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks. If you get it correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. And your host for whose weekend was it? The none other than very asexual and somehow very good at fantasy football, Deuce Childerone. That's me. Here is <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, you're first up in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Here's Deuce Chill. Kyle, over the weekend, this hideout member went four for eight with a save and threw a runner out for the Orlando Orioles. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Whose weekend was it, Kyle? Um, I'm going to go with Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, hold on. You'll get a second chance, Kyle, because in whose weekend was it? You get two chances. Chunks, have you ever played baseball before? Uh, no. That was me. Yeah. Four for eight, RBI, threw runner out, trying to steal second, got a save. Did the boys make it through untouched? Um, you know, I need to bring that up for a second. Right, you know what? Remind me of that. Remind me of your, remind you of your own testicles? Remind me to talk about my right testicle. Okay. Because I got injured last weekend, and I'm a little worried. Uh-oh. Yeah. You need to go get an ultrasound. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You know, I can do that with my hand. Okay. Uh, Kyle, didn't you already do that? Um, Kyle, your second chance, whose weekend was it? Here's Deuce Childerone. Over the weekend, this hideout member got pissed at obese people. Hefe, Doves, Bateman, or Chunks? Whose weekend was it? Um, Hefe. 
Jesus Christ. So rarely do people go 0 for 2. Now, I can understand why you said that, because last week, that was me. That was you this go-round, Chunks? Yeah, that was me. Were you looking in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wonder how long you were waiting. Why can't you just put a shirt on? You got really good timing, Tyrone. Oh, he's writing him down back here. He's got yeah, I figured as much. What are you th- I don't even have a pen. Shut up. What happened? I was flipping through the channel, and I saw this special on, like, a 670-pound woman. <laughs> and she's just going on. Yeah. Was she named Jessica? Actually, or was she called Mom? <laughs> no. That wasn't it. Did she have sideburns, you know, down there? No. All right, tell us about uh, Jessica. And she's just bitching about how hard it is for her. People are making fun of her. She just can't lose the weight. And she's got 17 different pills she takes because she's got so many medical problems. She's on disability. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's a drain on the rest of us. She's not contributing to society. And she's taking all this crap from meds and, and health care. You think we should just kill her? Yes, absolutely. Put her down like she's a dog? Yeah. Tie her head to a tree, bash her with a shovel? Was she dating anybody? No. Was she living alone in like an apartment or something? Yeah, she's living alone and it took like six... She eventually had to go to the hospital and it took about six EMTs to lift her fat ass up into the ambulance. Why does that piss you off? What does that have to do with you? Because she's a drain on society. She's not doing it. She's just bitching. What are you doing? What, what can are you I doing? Do it's so way? great. You know what she's doing? She's providing entertainment on television. It yes. was pretty funny. She almost fell out of a minivan trying to get in it, and she started crying. <laughs> like, I can't do it. She said it was her uh, her Himalayan mountains. Huh? Climbing into that minivan was like climbing into the oh. Himalayas. Yeah. I didn't even climb like, into Like, it was that tough for her that, you know, you have to... Uh, you have to convey it to mountain climbing. Mm-hmm. She needed the rope and everything to tie around her. <laughs> All right, let's go to Nick. Nick, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. You ready, Nick? I'm ready. Let's go, guys. All right. Over the weekend, this hideout member was freaked out by a 10-year-old kid. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Whose weekend was it freaked out by a 10-year-old kid? Uh, that would be Dubs. Yeah, dude. Nice, Nick. Hold on. Now you know I have uh, extreme fear, a legitimate fear of children. This why? happened at uh, this happened at Walmart. Well, the reason oh. why, the reason why is <laughs> I don't want to be around them when no one else is around because I don't want them accuse me of something I didn't do. Okay, hold on a second. That's legit. Really? Well, okay, I mean, maybe that's coming from an asexual. No, I understand where so, he's coming from. Where in Walmart? The bathroom. Okay, you know what? <laughs> oh, Hold on a second. There you go. Let's save this story for later as well. J-Dubs, a 10-year-old kid in a I'll Walmart bathroom. I'll tell you what, it ended up with me running. A batch? Yeah, that <laughs> I wasn't even. I was, okay. Save a joke for me. <laughs> Dave, you're in the hide out on Road Radio. You ready to play? I'm ready. All right, whose weekend was it? Here's your host, Deuce Childerone. Over the weekend, this hideout member lost it because of a convenience store rep. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who lost it over a convenience store representative? I'm going to say Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Congrats, you're a winner. Hold yeah. on, Dave. He's a little loose cannon. Friday night, uh, getting ready to go out. Mm-hmm. Stop by 7-Eleven to uh, pick up an energy drink and some gum. And so there's this um, this pig working at this convenience store. And the line's already long for an 11.15, okay, on a Friday night. 
And she's sitting there talking with her other two fat male friends. And the two of them are talking. And they go, hey, can you open up a line for us? So she walks back behind the counter at this convenience store and checks the two of them out. Now, mind you, there are now five people waiting in the other line. Okay? Mm-hmm. At this point, at this point, she checks the two of them out. Five people still waiting in the other line. She walks out and tells the other clerk, who is helping someone with a refund about something or other, hey, I'm going to go smoke. <laughs> so she goes back, gets her cigarette and lighter, has to say, excuse me, while walking through the line of five to seven people now oh. to go stand outside and smoke. She couldn't just get through the line first? No, you fat pig. What did she look like? With your brown hair, brown, oh. orange kind of streaky hair. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, me too. You piglet. I agree with you. Totally. So, what did I do? At that point, after sitting there for literally ten minutes at a convenience store, I just threw my stuff down and walked out. <laughs> As I walked out, I didn't say anything. She looked at me because she was outside smoking with her friend. Did it sound like this? Finger. Did you really? Gave her the finger. And walked off. Did she Did she yell at you? No. She knew. (laughs) I got you. Mm -hmm. Kelly, ladies first in the hideout on World Radio. You ready, Kelly? Yes. All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it? Here's Douche Chill. Over the weekend, this hideout member went bowling for his anniversary. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who's classy enough to take their chick bowling for their anniversary? (laughs) Hey, bowling's fun. Um... Care to go bowling? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kelly? Uh, Bateman. Yeah. Jesus No, that's incorrect. That's actually Dubs. <laughs> um, hold on, Kelly. You will get another shot. Yeah, me and my uh, chick have been together for four years. So we went out. We uh, hung out a little bit. And then we decided, or I decided, hey, I've been wanting to go bowling for four years. We haven't gone. Let's go bowling. Played a couple games. I beat her both times. Score? Uh, 110 to, uh, like, 80. What are you, retards? Retards bowl better than that. that. This is the first time I've bowled in, like, four or five years. I got a couple strikes in there. Bowling is one of the things that you're usually better at when you pick it back up again, and then you get progressively worse because you think about it. Did you guys have uh, bumpers? No. What about that thing that stays in the back and you just drop the ball on it and it rolls it down? No, we didn't have a little aimer either. All right, so you're thinking, hey, it's been four years together. We're really happy. What better way than to go and put on some ugly shoes that thousands of people have worn before? Ugly shoes that are sprayed with uh, fungus killer and uh, schooners of Miller Lite. Nothing's better. Nothing's more romantic. Did you at least... You know what? I should have had High Life, the champagne of beers did you on at, this anniversary. Did you at least take it to another level... And go cosmic bowling. No, it was straight up regular bowling. You're a hack. <laughs> cosmic bowling's more expensive, man. I yeah. Know. Like like fifty cents. So you can listen to fifty cents. It adds up. Kelly, you're in the hideout. Again, your second chance at whose weekend was it? Who's douche chill? Over the weekend, this hideout member marveled at the wonders of Costco. Half a dubs, oh, Bateman or Chunks. Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. I always do marvel at the wonders of Costco because I love that place, but that was not me. That was Chunks. Yep, I have uh, 
joined the Costco crew as well. I love it's it. Great. It's the gas is cheap and they got all this stuff in there. But what'd you buy that you didn't need? I bought like five pounds of cheese. <laughs> It's true. You can get so much cheese for so cheap. Why I got I got these big things of Nathan's hot dogs for like five bucks, and it lasts me like four months. Oh, it's a box of like yeah. two hundred, right? Yeah. Why when you got so much in your underwear, you're gonna get all that cheese? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it stinks too, because I I bought a lot of stuff. Your underwear? In bulk. Well, that as well. I bought a lot of stuff in bulk that's not gonna last, so I'm like thinking what? it was a dumb idea. Like I bought milk. You just got you got five gallons. I got like carton on your back, like you're an Indian woman. I got like two cases. Native American. No, I'm talking about an actual Indian. Oh, okay. It's cool. No. <laughs> I got like two cases of um, of apples, a big case of salad, and the salad's gonna go bad after two days. Stupid. Yeah, I know. All right, here's Jim patiently holding. Uh, whose weekend was it? You ready, buddy? Yes, I am. There's Deuce Childerone with the question. Over the weekend, this hideout member had the pleasure of telling his mother, I told you so, Hefe Doves, Bateman, or Chunks. Who told their mother, I told you so? Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Right I told on, you Jim. so about what? You're a winner. Hurricane Rita. I told you, my mom lives about 80 miles inland, mm-hmm. Katy, Texas. Was she freaking out before the hurricane? Freaking out. I can't leave. There's no gas. I-10, I-45, they're parking lots, they're this, that, and the other. We've brought everything in. We've boarded everything up. Now, look, I understand if you're in Galveston or mm-hmm. even if you're on the southeast side of Houston. My mom is on the far northwest side, almost, I dare say, to San Antonio. And she panicked. So I called her Saturday morning. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. I told you you'd be. Are you all, what have you guys been doing? Nothing, I'm bored. My what, mom, did I lose power? No, they didn't lose power, they didn't lose anything. They didn't even lose their direct TV. <laughs> there wasn't even heavy enough rain to knock out uh, the signal. She goes, I'm bored and your little brothers are bored. They're tired of playing video games. Go do something, you have, you have plenty of uh, options. I told her, why don't you go do something? She goes, I can't, we spent all our money on water. How much water do they buy? She's a large woman. She needs to bathe. I'm just... I'm like... I told her. You're overreacting. You're on- do people actually use bottled water to bathe in after uh, a hurricane? You have to. Don't you, Deuce Chill? No. You, no. You, you can't bathe. If, it, if the water gets contaminated, you can't bathe well, you have, in you it. Can, you can boil it. Oh, yeah, and then that? you just you boil it, and then you pour it into... Uh... I usually bathe in uh, Avion anyway. Keeps the uh, the skin fresh. I would think if I'm uh, if I'm if I actually need to use bottled water to bathe in, I would get one of those little mist things and kind of mist myself with it. Is this true? What you tied to me, Putin? Yeah, uh, you fill the tubs ahead of time. That way, you have water for any kind of purposes. Yeah, as long as you're the first person to get in the tub, especially if Dubs was in it before you. What about me? Dubs who likes to poop while bathing. Right. <laughs> I didn't poo. Yes, you did. I peed. No, remember you said you took a you took a bath. Yeah. And you I remember pooped. it. I this peed. Was like, this was two weeks ago. I peed and I stayed in there. I did not poo. Yeah, you're. He's right. Oh, I thought you pooped. No. Either way, I don't want to get an in the tub afterwards. Never mind. I apologize that you only peed and not pooped. My bad. Huh. Thank you. I, I accept your apology. Now we can move on. Paul, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. You ready to play, Paul? Yeah, let's go. All right, buddy. Over the weekend, this hideout member went furniture shopping. Hefe dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Furniture uh, shopping. Hefe. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. It was, uh, it was Zach. Hold on. You'll get another second chance. That was actually uh, Dubs. Yes, I went and looked at some, uh, uh, some dining room tables and also a uh, nice... New couch for myself. Kind of like a couch. Before or after uh, bowling? Before. Mm. Directly before. Nice. I went over to the wholesale furniture market. Oh, uh, seeing our buddies over there, uh, Joe Dubs mm-hmm. and Steve Big Dog. Yeah, Joe Dubs wasn't there, but I got to talk to Steve and uh, be with him a little bit. You find some stuff you like? Yeah, I think uh, we, we looked at a table and uh, they have this thing there. It's because our couch is getting kind of raggedy. There's some There's some cuts in it and everything. There's this nice, um, I think it's like theater seating, where it's three chairs kind of connected to each other, and they all recline, and they got little cup holders and everything. I think we're going to get that instead of our couch. Nice, man. I saw that stuff over yeah. there. That's good stuff. Those are good Comfortable. dudes. They'll hook you up. All right, Paul, real fast, because we got a break. We're so late. Um, number nine on there, Deuce Chill. Over the weekend, this hideout member went to D.C., Hefe Doves, Bateman, or Chunks? Who went to Washington, D.C.? Okay, let's stick with Hefe on this one. Uh, we just talked to him, Tommy Bateman. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Bateman's right. still there. He just called from there. Oh, God. Money Mike, last player. Whose weekend was it? Here we go. Uh, only question. Sorry, you only get one chance. Over the weekend... Oh, is he talking? No, no go, go ahead. ahead. Over the weekend, this hideout member was nervous while pet-sitting. Hefe Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who got nervous pet-sitting? Uh, uh, chunks. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Nice. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> You win a prize. You was excited. You hear that? Yeah. I want everybody to yell like that. No. <laughs> okay. Well, ha- we got a break, so we'll break and we'll come back. Why were you nervous? Real fast. Um, because I'm watching a very nutty Tommy Bateman's uh, dog. All right. We'll tell. We have so many stories from whose weekend was it? Hey, I want you to do something. I want you to go and legally rename it to Peyton. No. No. Maybe he'll love Peyton Manning then. All right, I got, here's what came out of whose weekend was it we have to talk about. My right testicle, and mm-hmm. it's still hurting. You being freaked out by a 10-year-old kid in a Walmart bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Chunks uh, sitting, um, pet sitting. Roxy. Hey, hey you, real quick, when I saw uh, Chunks leaving Costco, he left with a whole bunch of peanut butter. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What are you doing, What are you Chunks? doing with the dog? That's good, Jeremy. It only took you three full minutes to come up with that. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Sir Gary the Prophet will give us some news headlines, and we got stories upon stories. Plus, we want to hear from you as well. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. 407 916 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, let's check in some news headlines real fast with the Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, gentlemen? Outstanding, my friend. What's in the news? Well, first news about the um, University of Central Florida... Policeman um, getting shot by an Orlando police officer today. You know, I heard about that all day long, and I am still confused as to what happened, Jay Dubs. Do you know what happened, Sir Gary the Prophet? Uh, I think, uh, well, um, the uh, policeman, the uh, University of Central Florida policeman uh, thought that somebody was shooting at somebody else, so the uh, Orlando police officer shot at the uh, UCF uh, cop. Hmm. Oh, no. Were these people white? Were they black? What happened, Sir Gary? They're white. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that makes it even more depressing. Yeah, yes, 
Anything else in the news headlines today? Uh, well, Don Adams, the famous uh, movie actor and comedian, passed away today. Okay, Don Adams died. Now, does this make you sad? It makes me pretty sad because I used to enjoy watching him on TV. He's really funny. Which uh, what show was he on? Uh, I can't think of the name. Little Rascals? No. Is 99 still okay, Sir Gary? Yes, sir. Okay, that's always good, too. Now, uh, what what you grew up uh, watching, uh, what was your favorite television show when you were growing up, sir? I liked uh, the Beverly Hibberley. You know, that was a very good one. Who was your favorite character? Uh, well, uh, I liked uh, Granny yeah. and Irene Ryan. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Sir Gary, uh, how was church yesterday, and where were you? We were in a new church yesterday. You were at a new church? Yeah, on a plant street in Winter Garden. Oh, a dip! Wow, this is news within itself. This is the third headline. So you went to a different church. It's the same church. We just moved into our new building. Oh, oh. it's a new building. All right. So what's the address for the new building then? Uh, oh, I know it's Plant Street. It's across the street from Garden to Church of God in in uh, Winter Garden. All right. Well, I tell you what, then. Uh, this is breaking news. How about tomorrow we get the new address? Okay. And oh, Gilligan Blanchard is pastor, of course. You know. Oh, of course. Of course. It's Sunday morning, ten thirty. All the right. Public's invited. Probably some All right. Well, uh, Sir Gary the Prophet, thank you so much. By thank the way, you God bless you. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. You too, buddy. So, Get Smart was the name of the show. Uh, uh, the guy from uh, from um, Little Rascals died, too. Oh, uh, Butch. Yeah. Who? The, the bully. I don't remember. I never watched Little Rascals. You know, Rascals. Get Smart was uh, produced by Mel Brooks, if I'm not mistaken. I think you are mistaken. There's and, a little factoid for you. And who cares? <laughs> uh, no one really cares. That's the funny Scram. Thing. Yeah, go away. Turn your mic off. For the rest of the segment, you're banned. Deuce chill. For that? Yes. 407 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Okay, we're already running late on the break. Deuce chill. Not keeping us on time. Ugh. So It's like having chunks back there again. It is. So I want I want to hear the story dubs about you and the kid in Walmart in the mm-hmm. bathroom, and whatever. Don't make you, it sound dirty like that. It wasn't. There's was nothing going on. Whatever you do on the weekend, man, that's your your thing. I also worry about uh, my right testicle. But real fast, out of the whose weekend was it? Your house sitting? Well, not house sitting, because your roommates with Bateman. Yeah. But your your pet sitting. Your pet sitting. His most prized possession. His dog Roxy, who by the way. He has said, if anything happened to that dog, he would probably kill himself. And if it happened, like if someone else did something to the dog, he would mutilate them and then probably kill himself. That's why if you ever see a dog or cat or something walking down the road, swerve away from it. Because you don't know who the owner is. You don't know what they'll do if they find out who hit it or who uh, damaged their animal. So what did you do? I, I think I'm doing a good job so far. I'm not really sure, but I'm panicking because he's. I think he's sad that Tommy's not there, and it's just she's just kind of laying around, and I'm like, hey. it sounds like they're communicating. They're on the same level. I was like, hey, move, time to move now. I just gotta make sure you're breathing, and like if it starts panting, I freak out because I don't know if it's just hot or if something's wrong with it. So it's not moving barely. Well, I mean, it's just been laying there. But I figure she's sleeping. I hope to God. Is I hope. Is a lot too? Yeah, not when it sleeps though. You think it's hot? I, do you leave the air conditioner on? Yes. And in fact, I, I checked beforehand. I was like, "What is the exact temperature?" Mama I should see that. You 
This one Prius for the dog. Well, I thought that was my song. I even called Tommy. I was like, hey, Tommy. You bringing over somebody to make love to it? What is this? Well, I mean. Maybe some maintenance? (laughs) I mean, the dog's. I I would get in trouble for saying that. Yeah, but I'm Mexican. I can say that. I have a friend with this one. I have you petted. I'm not your friend. Oh, not you. Oh. I heavy padded with her, you know. Heavy, heavy padded. padded. Make sure she's all right. What? Heavy padding is a sexual term. Oh, well, you made out the dog? No, I mean, you know. And grabbed its breast. She gave me some. All licks. eight of them. <laughs> she gave me some licks on the lip. Dude, you better hope. You better hope Tommy does not get wind of this. Between you doing something to Roxy and him losing fantasy football, if he ends up doing it. You're dead. Yeah, good thing you didn't say it on the air. Dude, and I left my toilet seat up, and that's no joke. So you think it's been drinking your toilet water? It got sick earlier. Oh. Yeah. It got sick. A little bit. I right, pull this tape and play it back. No, 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 no. It's so, fine. She's fine now. She is fine. Fine, finer than a model's ass, man. I'm telling you, she's great. What? Yes. What's that even mean? You were heavy petting the dog's ass like it were a model's ass? Yeah. I was petting the dog. You, like it were a model's ass. You, no, you're confusing me now. You're taking advantage of my low intellect to try and confuse me. Take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear about Dubs and his escapades in a Walmart bathroom with a 10-year-old kid. It's a Hideout Row Radio auto 4.1. Jesus. I never thought I would be at 23 on the verge of spontaneous combustion world with me. But I guess that it comes. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Keep those numbers handy. Yeah, because you're going to want to uh, question J Dubs. Why would you want to question me? I didn't do anything wrong. What you're doing in these Walmart bathrooms with 10-year-old kids. I am going to the bathroom. In fact, O-Ray just said he's already concerned about you. Why? That maybe you need some help. And he mentions a couple places where if you happen to bring these places up, uh, we should leave the room. Where? I guess notorious KT spots. Like you. I'm not a KT spot. You're just the KT. No. Right, what I'm happened? I'm a guy in a Walmart bathroom. <laughs> yeah, by the way, what's with the van then? If you're not. The big conversion van. It was... And why is it loaded with candy and video games? Because I like candy and video games. Hmm. Just ten, it happens to be that uh, kids like those things too. Between the ages of 8 and 11. I'm going to touch a kid. Hey. Whoa. Wow. Oh, my God. Pulling that thing out of the archives. Proof. Son of a bitch. And it's always odd, because how come no one else runs into these problems? I guess we should hear what the problem is first. Okay, here's what happened. Over the weekend. Yes, this past weekend, I was at Walmart. Nice. I am about to leave. What'd you buy? We were were looking at a few different things. Uh, We went there uh, on top of going to the furniture store. We went there and we looked at uh, tables. Okay. And we decided to go to the furniture store, so we were leaving the Walmart. But I had to go to the bathroom. I had to, uh, number one. Congratulations. So I decided, okay, I'm going to run into the bathroom real quick. I run in there. There's like a 10-year-old kid, probably younger, definitely younger than 10. 
I would say seven. A seven-year-old kid standing in there. Alone? Alone. It's just you two in the bathroom. Yes, I walk in there. He's standing there doing nothing. Just Kind of creepy. Yeah, kind of creepy. So I make sure I go in a stall. Was he talking about seeing dead people? No. Okay. I run into the stall so I don't have to encounter this kid at all. And he starts saying hi to me. Okay, so you run into the stall, even though there are urinals open. Mm-hmm. Now, where is he standing? By the urinals. <laughs> so he uh, he starts saying hi to me. And I don't know what to do. So I say hi back. Now, this is one of your biggest fears. Yeah. Being accused of kid touching. Yes. And this is Wrongfully you... accused of kid touching. And this is why you run away from children. Yes. Wait. So I go in there. I start going to the bathroom. He says hi to me. All right, being friendly. Yeah. And I say hi back. You know, I'm just trying to make sure this goes away as quick as possible. So he says, what's your name? Okay, now. And I am I feel like I'm being interrogated. All right, this is, this is very tricky here because there are a lot of names you could give. You could give J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. You could give Bucky O'Hare. You could give Jelly Roll Johnson. I just gave my real first name. Joe. Justin. Oh. It's Justin? Yeah. Oh, it was Jason. No. Your name is Justin. Mm-hmm. Get out. So I... Learn something new every day. So I gave him my first name. By the way, all those sound like uh, kid-touching names, especially the Justin one. And he keeps on asking me more questions, like what my last name is. I'm not answering anymore. I'm I'm froze up. I don't know what to do. I don't want this kid, you know, running around doing anything. So after I don't answer him a couple times, he runs out of the bathroom yelling, Mommy, Mommy, a man's talking to me in the bathroom. Mommy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, I go insane because this is my thing. I do not want some mother thinking I'm being inappropriate with her son. So what do I do? Zip up as fast as possible. Hang on, you were terrible. You were talking to him while you were unzipped? I was going to the bathroom. I get out of the bathroom as quick as possible. Mm. And I run. I run I run past the mother and the the kid. Oh, that doesn't look suspicious. (laughs) Not at all. And I run right to my van. Because <laughs> you ran out to your van? If she saw you getting that, you're definitely looking bad. <laughs> All right, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I don't know why that kid was allowed to be alone in the bathroom. Here's the thing I didn't... Says Paul. Did you say you were talking to him while you were both, you were both at the urinals? He wasn't doing anything. Hang on, he so was you... just standing around in the bathroom, hanging out. Oh, so you're talking like to him it's a your, men's club. with your pants down. Not completely. Just to your knees? In the stall. Not to my knees. Oh, you were in the stall, not at the urinal. I was in the the stall. Door closed and locked. Dubs, do you realize this? What? They got video cameras, dude. They got video cameras in the bathroom? No, they they don't have them in the bathroom. They they can't have them in the bathroom. All they see is a kid coming out yelling, a man's talking to me, and then me getting out running my ass off. There's actually footage of you running out of that bathroom, Mm -hmm. and you know they have it in the parking lot, too, of you running to your van. That's that's the best part about it is the van. (laughs) I will pay big money. 
to just see this. Dude, you're a freaking felon right now. I'm man. not a felon. I didn't do anything. He's, you ran out killed him. Hey, look, the hideout is for a lot of people, not kid touchers. I'm not a kid toucher. Dude, why'd you run out? Because that's my biggest fear. What? Being accused of something I didn't do. That's what the courts are for. They should decide that. Not you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Does Dubs look guilty? I'm sure I look guilty as hell, but I didn't do anything. All right, hold on. People, all right. People are already lining up saying that you're innocent. And you've been framed. Thank you. <laughs> Having fun? Not as much as you in a bathroom. Apparently. No, I... I was only in there for a minute and a half. 90 seconds is not long enough to do anything. Scar a kid. Dude, man. That's bad. You're going to end up on some watch list. Watch me all day long. I'm not going to do anything. All right, people are backing you up saying this little kid apparently has been there a lot. All right, pictures from that tape are probably everywhere at every Walmart now in Florida. Yeah, man. You're going to be on Unsolved Mysteries. What were you wearing? Dungarees. No, I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Were you wearing your uh, Def Leppard T-shirt? No, thank God, because I look really guilty. Or did you happen to wear your Lions J-Dubs jersey? Not that stupid either. All right, Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Matt? I had the exact same thing happen to me, except the kid didn't yell, and I didn't have a kid toucher van to run out to. So, what, what, was just some kid there so talking to you? So, you just went to, to the bathroom then? <laughs> no, the, the kid was came in, I was going, I was in the middle of going to the bathroom, and he stood maybe one foot behind me, <laughs> and started poking my butt <laughs> with, his, with his hand. And I didn't know what to do. I, I looked behind. It's scary, behind. isn't it? I, he's, he was like, how did that beanbag, why is that beanbag going to the restroom? Matt, it's scary as hell, isn't it? You don't know what to do. Because that being accused of being a kid toucher is a big fear of mine. That's why I'm, not, I'm exactly. never alone with my little cousins. I'm never alone with anyone. He, he suffers the from the same thing as me because if you are, like, alone with these kids and you go to get a glass of water and accidentally brush up against them and they tell their mommy you didn't have any sexual motivation towards it, hear, but they're going to believe that kid. I hear, I, all right, thank you, Matt. Yes. Uh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. I had a kid toucher. No. No. Oh, my God. The admission comes out. No, that was that's edited. I can't be here, man. They had a kid toucher. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you know what they do to your kind in jail? You're the first to get captured. What kind? I don't do anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Lester Big Hands here in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, Dubs. Yo. I'm in the bathtub. Would you touch me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isolate that. Isolate that one, too. All right, Dubs. Here's the, here's the thing, man. Hmm. I respect you as a talk show host. You're one of the funniest people I've ever heard. But if you're going to continue this behavior... What behavior? You know what you did. I didn't do anything, man. You have to believe me. Why would I believe you over a kid? Why would a kid lie? Exactly. That's why you have to stay away from them at all costs. Children never lie. You should just try giving them candy. 
to not say anything? Dude, we're probably aiding and abetting a fugitive from the law. No, right we're not. Now. The cops can come get him right now. I didn't do I'll anything. You, he's on Mike Six. I'll let him in. You better not. Dude, I can't go to jail because you got a problem with I don't jail. have a problem, man. What's your problem? It's not my problem. I didn't go to a Walmart and start talking to a little kid this weekend. I didn't talk. He started the conversation. That's cool, man. You know. Um, bro. Bill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Bill? Um, I had a similar situation where uh, I was in a restroom and uh, a kid came in, so I touched him inappropriately. All right. No. Come on. No. No. What no. happened after that? No. No. Jesus. No. It's not a joking matter. I was interested. Dubs is get a big, his number for me. This is a big fear of you, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when the cops come get you? They aren't going to come get me because I didn't do anything. And if they do come, I'll tell them I didn't do anything. You realize that this whole behavior hmm. says something. It says I didn't do it. It says guilty. No. Maybe not now, but previously. No, never. Steve, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I think we have all the classic signs here, especially the first big one. Denial is always the first sign of a Of course I'm going to deny something I didn't do. I think once you accept what you are, we can then A get, normal person who doesn't touch kids? We can then get you help. Fonzie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Man, Dubs, I had, I had respect for you, but this just went down the hill. Why? Yeah. What did I do? You're going to have to change the name of the show to the Hideout with Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, the Dove. What is the Dove? Your code word in the Inner Circles? Is what Inner Circles? Is that your NAMLA screen name? Inner Circles like the people who sing uh, Bad Boys? <laughs> wow, that was, you pulled that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you were in a bathroom with a kid. Hey. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio. I only pull it out to go to the bathroom. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <clears throat> I've uh, actually, you can't see it on the radio, but I've moved to the other side of the uh, Hideout, away from. I don't know why. The guy. You can up. you can sit next to me. I'm not going to do anything. I didn't do anything this weekend. I'm not going to do anything now. Getting you caught up. J Dubs was in a Walmart bathroom, and a ten-year-old kid, more around seven, was standing in there. And what were the questions again that he like, asked you? Like, you just saying hi and asked me what my name was and everything, and then I stopped answering his questions. And uh, he ran out of the bathroom yelling, Mommy, Mommy, a man's talking to me. Do you think this was a plant? No, no, because when I did get, when I ran out, I did uh, look over, and the mom looked pretty troubled. Oh, dude. Was she hot? No, not at all. How about the kid? Hmm. Okay, no. What? Stupid. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's actually, when we went to the bathroom together, by the way, he was talking to me, too. But um, he's ranting and raving about what kind of mother leaves her kid in the bathroom for ten minutes to talk to strangers. Exactly. Because uh, if, if it was a legitimate kid toucher in there, that kid would have been in, pro- in trouble. 
All right, Destro says kids fall into the same rule as women, and that's guilty and proven it, until proven innocent. Well, how could she go? She can't go in there with him. I mean, I wouldn't mind. You, you know, I would at least stand guard on the on the bathroom. I'd peek in there, make sure no one's in there, and then I'd stand guard in the bathroom and say, hey, can you just wait a couple minutes till my son's out? Well, a lot of times when they're that young, too, the mom just takes them into the women's room. Yeah. I wish there wasn't an age limit for that. Huh? What? You want to go into the women's room with your mom? Why not? I mean, I'm not going to watch her. But if there's someone else... But you know she's in the stall dropping a deuce. No, she... And would. you're standing five feet away from it. My mother doesn't do that. <laughs> All right, Lester Big Hands is pissed now. Why? Because you wouldn't touch him. I'm wondering if he's too old for you. No, you're not too old. <laughs> too black? Hmm. All right. John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, John? Hey, uh, J-Dubs, you're the guy who uh, my son said he was talking to this weekend, huh? Oh, dude. He was talking to me, I answered his questions, and your kid's messed up, man. Wow. I don't need some sort of a lawsuit on our hands. What kind of lawsuit? What For what? Dude, you did a bad thing. I did not do anything. What do you mean a bad thing? I went into the bathroom and I went to the bathroom. Paul, did the, did the kid ask you a question? Yes. Did you not answer him back? Uh, I answered the first couple <laughs> and then I figured he was getting too intrusive, so I stopped answering him. There you go. That's the problem, dude. What? You talk to him. You're a pervert. What? I talk to a kid, so I'm a pervert? When yes. You, when you're going number one? With it showing? Yeah. It's not showing. I'm in a stall. Nah. Paul, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Oh, man, if you guys... Hmm? I said, if you guys think this is scary, what are you guys going to do when uh, when it's Halloween time and all the kids are knocking on Dustin's door? Oh, I don't I don't stay at home on Halloween. I go to a bar where I'm guaranteed there will be no kids. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Oh, I, I avoid kids at all costs. Do these sound like the words of an innocent or a guilty man? I want you to hear this. No, you're not too old. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. Oh, dude. The evidence is... I'm just... talking to a 30-some-year-old black man when I said that. Dubs, if you slide me 50 bucks, I'll clear out the archives. No. And you're also in trouble, too, by the way, over there, Chunks. Yeah. Because you almost killed Tommy's dog over yeah, there. Yeah, you're the bestiality guy tonight. Uh, let's not talk about that. Look at that. I think I'm KT bestiality. There's a, no KT. I'm in a lot where. Yeah, well. There's no bestiality. No. Mike, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Hey, J Dubs. How you doing tonight? What's up? I just want to say that it's not really a fear of just child touching. It's more of a fear of just being wrongly accused. Mm-hmm. And that um, if that if you if that kid really did you know go run to his mom. The mom would really just go in and look, and if no one was there, like you said, you darted out, right? Yeah, but she saw me run. Oh, she did? Yeah, she she was standing right outside the bathroom. Oh, man, that's got to look bad then. I was going to say, she'd probably just see it and just be like, oh, well, I guess no one's really here. But Yeah, imaginary friend. But instead, it she saw you. 
Yeah, she's standing right outside the door when yeah. I come bursting through, sprinting like Carl Lewis. And here's a funny thing, too. We're walking back from the bathroom, you and me. Mm-hmm. I look at you, up and down, guilty. Yeah. No. Totally. There's yeah. no guilt. Guilty. What you know, you, you dog banger. <laughs> well, I don't want you pointing any fingers. That's different. <laughs> how is that different? Because. Here's the worst thing. Do you know how many hours and hours of tape we have on you? Ta- tape of me denying doing exactly what I'll do in court. There's bestiality. What? Huh? Don't, don't we have another one, too, of Dubs actually admitting what he is? Your Honor, I'd like to present to you uh, Exhibit A in the J-Dubs versus the state of Florida. As long as they don't bring up Exhibit C or D. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna touch a kid. Wow, dude. That's you. That that means it was premeditated. It was no, not, you're not too old. Oh, it's that, not premeditated. That's even worse, man. Hey, look. Normally, I'd say I'd be right here with you. At this point, you're on your own. You can't leave me on my own. I'm innocent. Hey, maybe the kid was talking on his cell phone. No, no. He was talking to me. So what do you do now? Do you ever go back there? I'm going to live my life like I'm normal. Mm. You're going to have to go door to door every new place you live and tell them that you're a sex offender. I'm not, not a, a se- I'm not a sex offender. I'm a kid toucher. Oh, come on. Dude. All right. I'm going to drop it here, but this is a good point. Alex PCS brings up a great point. What? Maybe the kid only asked your name because he wanted to let his friends know who showed him how to make rat brains. <laughs> the hideout. Passing knowledge down to our youth Real is radio. not kid touching. 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. One nine nine nine. Real radio 104.1. I am Alhafe. That is Creepy Fingers McGee. My, my name's J-Dubs. Des- oh, are you volunteering that for you? Destro uh, whatever. wants to know what the hell rat brains are. Dubs will show you next time you're in. <laughs> 1041 right, I'm done with Dubs and his uh, whole thing. What whole thing? You know, what you did. I didn't do anything. Now, Matt Albert says, wow, you've actually convinced me that Dubs is really a KT. And then he continues to say, that explains all those Toys R Us catalogs lying around. I like toys. I enjoyed, uh, you know, having my buddy in me and kid's sister. Okay, I can't even make double entendre there because it's just obvious. Hmm? Lester Big Hand says, isn't Dubs' team called the Treehouse? Treehouse what? Hmm. And Giant Brian wants to know if you're going to be a Cub Scout leader when for Halloween. If offered. Now, Doves, don't let don't let Giant Brian throw anything at you without you know. Oh, come retaliating. On yeah. With him fondling himself in front of many men's. <laughs> on a Friday night open door policy. All right, coming up, hideout headline game show. We'll mm-hmm. do that in a bit. First, though, another thing out of whose weekend was it before we wrap up the talking about the weekend? It was not yesterday, but the Sunday before, in which I got hit by a foul ball. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, I play in a men's baseball league. And I was catching. It was the first game of the doubleheader. And it was a direct hit to my uh, junk. Yeah, it kind of uh, went off the bat, uh, built up a little bit more speed, and nailed your junk. Directly on the right one. Oof. And I, I was literally rolling around on the ground. Um, Giggling. Uh, in pain. Oh. For, for about five to ten minutes. Now, being a uh, tough guy that I am, I caught the rest of the game, and I pitched and got the win in the second game of the doubleheader. Hmm. Well, that was last week. Yeah, that's been a full seven days. My nuts still hurts. <laughs> well, yeah, I got hit going 80 miles per hour by a ball, and you didn't go to the doctor's. I'll tell you the other reason it's... it hurts is you right away went to take care of business. Yeah, I went and I, um, I touched myself that night. And that was probably a mistake. Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding you, dude. It's, like, still very sore. But you said when uh, you ran one after you got hurt, it kind of relieved pressure. It did, but the pressure's back. Well, go. Go. Know, I guess you got to go relieve it. That's it. You're go do it in the bathroom. The thing is, I think mentally you're just giving yourself excuses of why you need to go do that. Oh, the, there's Please, pain. Like, the pressure's like, building up. Like, I need an excuse. Oh, look, it's 9.04. That's a good excuse. <laughs> Dude, you got to get that looked at. When I was uh, back in D.C., yeah. uh, I had to record this other show, and <laughs> I, only caught, I only got to record the second half of it at our old station, but a guy called in. I was listening, and a guy called in. What and show, said, stupid? You know, Love Line. Okay. Yeah. And a guy called in, and he said um, that he had put it off for about a week and two days, and he went to go to the doctors after that. It was too late. I mean, they had to take it off, put a fake one in. Remember, uh, go, with, go with the egg. I'm not even joking with you, man. That's that's a serious story. Oh, bro, I don't know what to do. I do. Now, would you be completely crushed if you had to get a uh, replacement one just for that one? It kind of hurts right now. If you have to get one replacement. <laughs> Are you doing all right over there? No. If you had to get one replacement, would you go ahead and just get two of them installed? No, I gotta keep one of them. Yeah, you gotta keep one of your originals. It does. It hurts a little bit. Now, do you get to keep your old one? Yeah, keep it in a jar. I think you're supposed to fry it up and eat it. What the hell? I would. Actually, I, I think you're right. Kind of like a uh, warrior type thing. Yeah, it makes you stronger. Right. That way, like when you kill your first deer, you bite into the heart. Right. That way, it's still there. Like it's still inside of you. Mm-hmm. Loogie, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, man. I had that same thing happen to me in high school. I was playing third base, line drive, right in the right in the old sack. Right. I had to go to a doctor about a week later because it still hurt. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to get testicular surgery because there's those there's like six bands that hold it in place. Oh, dude. And they got all twisted up, and it was cutting off like uh, blood flow. If you don't get them, go to no. go see a doctor. You might have to lose it. I was lucky enough where they were. They caught it in oh. time. Took it out, but now I got one that hangs way lower than the oh, no. oh. If you're already there at the doctor's, why don't you just have them invert it and become a woman? <laughs> that only takes like three hours. Mm-hmm. I can, and you can be, you know, you can be my Robin. <laughs> what? I'll have you sit over there in that, uh, in the booth. Booth. I'm and the, you can agree with everything I say. I'm the news girl? Yeah. You can back me up for once. 
Have you had the cough check since? Of course not. Dude, seriously, now that I'm talking about it, like, it hurts. It hears me talking about it. I'm a transsexual. I don't have the jack. Oh, is this big balls? <laughs> I wish you had the jack. You need the jack. Do we have the jack? <laughs> hey, look. Jonathan, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Yo, El Jefe, man, it's not that bad. I uh, lost one of my boys to testicular cancer, and I tell you what, that was a painful experience finding out. It swelled up about the size of a damn grapefruit before I went to the doctor, and, you know, thank oh. God I'm still here. Now, let me ask you something, Jonathan. As a man, how do you feel when you lose it? Do you still feel like a man? Yeah, at first, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings. I uh, <laughs> Actually, my preacher was there, and he walked out, and I don't think he meant it. Uh, the way he said, he goes, well, I bet you feel like half a man. I think he meant from, you know, just going through his surgery, not the actual kind of surgery they did. And I wanted to get up and knock his damn head off. But, that was uh, your preacher? Yeah, he didn't think about it. He apologized after the fact. But, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a funny guy. I want to go I want to go to his service. Did uh, did you go with an implant? He's a preacher. Nah, I don't think I he's going to do that for you. So you just have one? Yeah, I'm 37 now. I mean, that happened 17 years ago. Implants weren't really big and, you know, really didn't even know what testicular cancer was. I was like 20 years old ago. Oh, you got cancer? I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Oh, my God. Can I ask an honest question without, I'm not trying to be mean, sir. Did the girls react funny to that or did they just think, oh, no big deal? No, they really couldn't tell if you hit it hard enough. No, that's true. I could see that. Thank you, Jonathan. Because that's probably the most traumatizing part about it. We have the jack. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert says, Who knew there were six little bungee cords down there? It's like a ride at an amusement park. I believe they're called vast deference. Oh, man. He knows that by proxy and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> This is odd, getting a call from an old person from our past today, Dave Diamond. Not a mean anybody here, but that was, uh, got a call from an old co-worker today. Um, Not in best terms, either. Not at all. So, J-Dubs, what do I do then? Do I go to the doctor? Yeah, you definitely go to the doctor. And I say, just get it flipped inside out. I'd go right now. I'm not even joking. Is it turning color? Of course you would. You, You always look for a day off. No matter what. Not you can, me. You can get bit by a mosquito. Hey, man, i got to get this checked out. Is it turning color? Why don't you go take a close look at it, Chunks? Ew. I'm not a doctor. It's just sore. Like, it doesn't hurt, but it's just sore. Mm. Like, bruised. That's what it would be. It would be like the, it's the equivalent of think, a bruise. I don't think that gets bruised. It's, no. It's, I think it's damaged. Come on, man. Seriously. You think, can't help a brother out? You don't. Dude, think about it. Even if you get kicked in the junk, it goes away. A couple minutes or an hour later, it doesn't stay there for days. You think that all the soldiers got a brain damage? Like if you would have gotten a, a woman pregnant that day, they might have been kind of like iffy. retarded. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Does that happen? Okay. It'd be a big jolt to them. I don't think that like adds an extra tail or anything. Yeah, but what if it chops off? Then it won't make it to the womb. But if they're Unless, all like no, that, no, because if it has retard strength, it'll be the first one in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, douche chill. Danny, sperm. Danny, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, Danny? Just swimming hey, through with Jeffrey, big don't foreheads. Don't worry about it, man. At least you got one left. If you have to I haven't lost out. this one yet. What happened? Oh. Well, me, I lost both of them. Oh. oh, dude. Okay, I was in a car accident, a real bad one, 
I hurt my leg. Glass came down from the windshield. I'm sorry to hear and that, ma'am. <laughs> when they rolled me over into the amp, when they put me on the stretcher, the glass, uh, there was glass underneath me and jammed me right up oh. in the. Oh, oh I feel God. so bad for this ah. chick. Did you go with implants, honey? Stop. <laughs> now I'm really sensitive to this. It's no joke, man. You guys are laughing. Well, because it's funny to us, but I'm saying to you, it's probably not a good idea. It's a joke? Yeah. You're going to... You're not going to be the Latin lover you once were. Mama ha! I still lay the pipe. You'll be asking for the pipe. Crack pipe, something to take away the pain. Here's what I'd rather have. Yeah. One nut as opposed to a tattoo of the bucks on my ass like you're going to have after this weekend. Well, next week, both of those might be true. Damn you. <laughs> Matt Albert says the guy who lost both of them must have looked like a deployed airbag down there. <laughs> Just completely deflated. All right. Tell you what. Light them up. 407-916-1041, time for our nightly game show, the hideout headline game show, hosted by Putin. Um, James, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, James? I haven't heard yet. Are y'all two bitches going to be Miss Monster judges or what? <laughs> we two bitches. We'll listen to the Monsters in the Morning tomorrow and find out. How about that? We'll take a break. We'll come back, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Again, prizes, he- hideout headline game show. From what I understand, there's some easy uh, easy questions in there since it's Monday, trying to give away some prizes, which include, by the way, uh, tickets to see Henry Rollins at the House of Blues, Black Label Society, Danzig at the Hard Rock Live, the PlayStation Pro Do Action Sports Tour, including live music performances by Hoobastank and the All-American Rejects, you light them up now, you can be a winner. 407 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1. I think it's going to take too long to get to the place we want to get to. Yeah. What, Big Empty? Yeah. And this is the one half the man used to be. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You think a lot of DJs played this like after the uh, Lorena Bobbitt thing? Oh, I'm sure. Like on Wacky Morning Zoos. Is this the right song? Yeah. No. No, this is just Big Empty. It's not half the the name of the one we're looking for. I think that one's by uh, Allison Chains. No. No, it's this one. Because Chunks and Hefe both said it was this. Yeah, it is. He'll get to it later on. No. I don't think this is half the man I used to be. It is. Is it? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104. Let it roll, then. Yeah. I I remember Stone Super Pilots did a song. where he. It's not the name of the song, but it's in the hook. I don't think it's this one, though. I don't think it's this one, either. All right, somebody help us. We'll give you a prize. I came back with it. Yeah, conversations kill. That's what he ends up singing in this one. I mean, it does make sense, big empty. Right. Putin says he would be a little empty. He would have played uh, Man Eater. Oh, come on. Hmm? You haven't seen them, have you? 
Oh, yeah. How many times? Too many are burnt in my memory. In fact, I caught you looking the other night. When? When we were going to the restroom downstairs Friday night. After the show, you peeked over the urinal. Just a little peek. I saw you. I almost called you on it. All right, let's get to the hideout headline You should have. I would have made my move. Welcome to Again. the Hideout Headlines Game Show, where we find out if you know what the hell is going on. I still can't believe they gave me a whole segment. Are we going to ever change this? Scram. Worst open ever. Hey, Tommy, is this thing still recording? Scram. By the way, uh, the Hideout Headline Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market, where you can save 50 to 70% every day. Dubs is there over the weekend pricing stuff with Steve Big Dog. Everything's priced very, very nice there. You can have someone to show you around, find out what's best. Uh, the Wholesale Furniture Market, the only place to shop for awesome furniture at ridiculous prices. Stop in, see for yourself, 436 in Castleberry next to Sam's Club. Ridiculously low. Uh, let's go to Robert. Hideout Headline Game Show works like this. Five categories, world, national, local, sports, entertainment. You choose the category, Robert. You're first up. You called first. Which category would you like to go for by uh, with Putin? Oh, let's go with world news. World news. Here is intern Putin. All right, world news. This gets to be a multiple choice. The IRA has officially done what? A, declared war on Islamic radicalists. B, officially disarmed its entire arsenal. C, allegedly purchased biological weapons. Or D, Got drunk and forgot who it hated more, the Catholics or the Protestants. Ah, throwing in some funnies. Look at that. I'm going to go with, I'm saying B. What do you think, Robert? I'm going to say it's D. D? <laughs> Got drunk. Uh, what's the answer? The answer is B. I'm sorry, Robert. You went with the funny. The stereotype. Hey, if that that's yeah, Robert's prerogative. So I'm, they, I'm thinking both. So they actually completely disarmed? Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, in front of uh, Protestant and Catholic priests, uh, representatives from this the disarming uh, paramilitary commissions from the UN. Didn't you used to look up the IRA when you were a kid because you wanted to join? Yeah, that's. I have a special place in my heart for my uh, IRA Sinn Fein boys. Why? I don't know. I really like them. <laughs> As a kid, They've I done a lot of good work. Huh? Hatred for England. I, I hate, love England. I hated They're them smart. as a kid. I love England too. I'm going to vacation there soon. Very soon. Uh, let's go to AJ. AJ, you're up next in the hideout on Row Radio. You ready to play the game? Yeah. World off the tables. You want national, local, sports, or entertainment? Hideout headlines. What do you want? Uh, let's go with entertainment. All right. Here is entertainment news with Putin. All right. In the entertainment industry, uh, true or false, and this concerns the next Spider-Man movie, Doctor Doom will be the villain in the next Spider-Man movie. True or false? True. That is false. I'm sorry, sir. You have no clue. Now, <laughs> you I thought, that was a cliffhanger. I thought there's no clue <laughs> what's going on. And by the way, here's what I want you to do, because you do have a little bit of a problem with the monotone thing. I want you, for each category, because I think it'll help, to have, come up with a different voice to do each category in. So, like, you do the Cockney thing pretty well, the English thing. Maybe that's huh. your world news, okay? Maybe for local, you do something Florida-like. Maybe for national, you do like a redneck voice or something? Yeah. For entertainment, maybe you do like a girl voice. Something to spice it up a little bit, Putin. But not bad so far, because earlier you were in abortion. 
All right, Chris didn't want to play the game, but you had the answer for the STP song? Yeah, that's right. It's called Creep. Oh, it's Creep. creep yeah. Damn it, yeah. Creep. All right, that thank you. Correct. All right, you know what? You, you win a prize anyway. Hold on if you All want right, to. All right, thanks. For, just for giving us some info. Come back next break with Creep. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, Ryan, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Are you ready to play, Ryan? All set. All right, are we going with uh, national, local, or sports? Sports. All right, here's Putin. All right, sports, another multiple. No, 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 no. you got to do it in a sports announcer's voice. Well, not yet. I'll give him some yeah. chance to do it. I'll yeah. give him a chance to work on his voices. Another multiple choice question here, Ryan. The Baseball Players Union has upped the penalty for a first positive steroid test to a suspension of how many games? What voice is that? I'm trying to enunciate. That's er, no good. Inst- it's boring. Oh. All right, give us the choices, <laughs> stupid. Oh, right. Uh, A5, B10, C20, or D, the remainder of the season? What is it, Ryan? A, B, C, uh, or D? That's B, 10. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, that is incorrect. You have no clue about the world in which you live. It is actually... 10 was the former, correct? Yeah. 10 was... It was before it was 10 days. Oh. Is the thing. It wasn't even 10 games. Now it's... Correct. Now it's 20 games. For the wow. The first suspension, or first positive steroid test. That's stupid. They're ruining sports by taking steroids out of them. And I mean that with all my heart. Let's go to Eric. Eric, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. National or local news? Where you at, bro? Uh, national. All right, national news. Here's Mikey Putin Remy. All right, here we go. This is fill in the blank and uh, fairly easy at that. Lindy England has been found guilty or not guilty of abusing Iraqi prisoners. Is that fill in the blank or true or false? Uh, uh, guilty or not guilty? Guilty. Pick or not guilty. Guilty. guilty? Yeah. Yeah, you know what the hell is going on. Congratulations, well, Eric. You're a winner. Hold on. Hideout Headline Game Show. Wow, she's a. Is that fair? I want to know which person she's going to, the man or woman. <laughs> I'm a transsexual. Big head prison. That's where she's going, to the big head prison. No matter what, she's going to be doing the same stuff she was doing in prison. I mean, in uh, the army. Getting dudes naked, smoking. Pointing Sad- and laughing. Sadly, it was probably the choice. These were her choices. Army or prison, where are you going? <laughs> Little did she know she ended up with both. Yeah. She went to one to avoid one. And as it turns out, she's just stuck. Um, do you think it's right that she got guilty? No, not at all. I mean, I, she probably should have gotten punished in some way because she did take part in the stuff. But there's other people who should be going to prison this- above her. Because weren't these kind of orders handed down about demoralizing and... Yeah. And uh, she was such a low person on the totem pole. She was definitely not the mastermind. I mean, look at her. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> look at her. She looks like a 10-year-old kid. Whoa. Hmm. He's chopping hands. See, there's the problem. He's looking at chicks the way he looks at 10-year-old kids. All right. No. I can't deal no, with this. No, no, no. Let's go to Adrian. Adrian, you're in the high down row radio. Let's wrap it up with local news. Here right. is uh, Here's Mikey Remy Putin. All right, Adrian. This is another easy one. Who was shot outside the Citrus Bowl by an Orlando policeman during a UCF football game? I tried to help his voice not be as boring. <laughs> yeah, by what, switching what the channels. Do? Uh, what was it, Adrian? Who was shot? Another officer, detective, under, undercover cop. That is acceptable. It was a UCF undercover agent. Congratulations. You know what the hell is going on, Adrian. Good job. 
All right, I need more info on this, too. Because yeah, because certain- I haven't gotten the full story on it. All I've seen is uh, little things on the local news, but they've never gone in-depth. You hear some things here and there, but apparently this is at the Citrus Bowl. Mm-hmm. I guess they were IDing students, and the, the kind of a melee broke out. Is that? Are you go to UCF? I go to UCF. I wasn't there this week, and I haven't been for years. But just to give you an idea, it's a Citrus Bowl. Basically, everyone's out there tailgating well in, well in advance of the game. Oh, Everyone, I imagine everyone's got their own little area, and uh, so it gets pretty crowded. And that's the visual I was going to paint for you. Mm. So that everyone's in their own little section. So I guess wherever this guy went, it was a group of people who were together. You know, it's not like you're standing with one or two people. Most people go in groups like 50s. So there was a big group of people that, that got mad at another big group of people, started a big fight. No, not at all. Apparently, and I'm not a news source. Let me put that out there right now. Always with the disclaimers. Um, then just say allegedly. Allegedly. The ATF and the UCF police always work together, and they try to bust underage drinkers. Mm-hmm. So apparently this under a, this undercover officer, I be, his name was in the paper, so I think we can give it out, right? Yeah, if it was in yeah. the paper. Yeah, I believe his name was Mario Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess he was the undercover. He was a four-year veteran with the UCF police. And apparently he approached and was trying to bust some, some underage drinkers. And apparently the underage drinkers were acted out violently towards him. Now, this is the story that I'm getting. I even heard as much as that he was struck over the head with a beer bottle. And that's when... So it, the underage drinkers attacked? That's the story that I've been... That, that's the one that I've been informed with. Huh. You, you're you drinking underage. Fine. You know, get away with it as long as you can. But when you get busted, take your bumps. You know there's a possibility of you getting busted. Who's stupid enough to attack someone like and a cop? Who, who's stupid enough... To drink underage out at some place wide open with cops walking around. That's what I never understand, having the cojones to underage tailgate. And if it is true, in my opinion, if you if you hit someone over the head with a beer bottle, that's a pretty low thing to do. That means you're really trying to hurt somebody. If your boys are still in your stomach, don't put the whiskey in your mouth. <laughs> that's my two cents on that. I didn't even understand that. He's saying if you don't have the the boys to, to eat it up, to take what you're... I'm mumbling. I didn't even get I, I'm going to believe you, though. I mm-hmm. got it. I just can't say what you're trying to say, Dubs. Matt, you're That's in the hideout. That's why hide. I said it the way I said it. Matt, you're in the hideout on our radio. What do you got, Matt? Gentlemen, how's it going? All right. Another fine evening of me waiting on hold, screaming the answer <laughs> to Creepstone Temple Pilots to you oh, guys. Oh, I'm but... sorry. Oh, I'm sorry about that. A little too late. Putin didn't get to you fast enough. No, it's not No, it's not his fault. It's the people who called ahead of me, you bastards. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank All you, right. Matt. Tonight's obscure pop culture reference doesn't go to J-Dubs, but to the caller who actually won the question by mentioning the song Creep by being so completely out there to actually think that Dr. Doom was going to be the next Spider-Man villain, when actually in today's news it was announced that Kirsten Dunst accidentally let it slip that it was going to be Venom, played by Topher Grace of that 70s show, yeah. and Sandman by Thomas Hayden Church of the movie Sideways. All right, right on. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Now, what do you think, uh, Putin? You're a big um, nerd. Well, I was going to say comic book nerd. Does this uh, excite you? It does indeed. Are these... The story of Venom is something that needs to be told. Have you been happy with the... No, the uh, story of Venom doesn't need to be told. Oh, yes, it does. There are other stories before that that nope, need to be told. Nothing. What's the story of Venom? Uh, the story of Venom is he is an alien... Well, 
See, it's hard because there's two entities Ew. here. There's Eddie Brock. Oh, you getting that excited from this? And then there is the alien symbiote, which makes the costume and gives the powers to Eddie Brock. But see, the thing is, the alien symbiote was originally with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man... Uh, has... You know, now, have you been happy with the last two Spider-Men? Uh, no. Then why are you so excited? They're going to ruin well, your no, favorite see, character. I love Spider-Man <laughs> and... Dork. No, I love Spider-Man movies, Spidey. but see, it's it's Kirsten Dunst that I, I hate, and every scene involving her, this makes me want to kill somebody. We hope the new Spider-Man movie is uh, as interesting as your description of Venom. You don't find Kirsten Dunst <laughs> hot? No, I find her disgusting. No, he prefers Tobey Maguire in a tight suit. No, Kirsten's very hot. I've uh, I've no. seen her r- really hot in an interview with a vampire. Interview with a vampire. She was very hot in that one. Okay, what is it with you all night in what? these references? Hmm. I, I'm hearing this story is too complex to be told in one film. So they're going to ruin it. You realize it, right? Yes, but I still get to see Venom kick ass. He's going to lose. Yes, it's like, I know, but it's he's like still going to kick for a ass. Yeah, what's the point of watching if you know they're going to lose? Your favorite's going to lose. He's not going to lose totally. There's always, you know, the, oh, okay, he could come back. Spider-Man will get his outfit ripped. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is going to get kidnapped. You think he wears underwear under that thing? No. I've already been told. Here's, and then, at the end, he ends up winning after he destroys a few parts of the city. Here's what I want to know. How come ever since Spider-Man 2 was over, all these nerds have been saying, oh, yeah, this movie perfectly set up the introduction of the Hobgoblin to re- to avenge his father, the Green Goblin? I don't even know who the Hobgoblin is. It's the, here's the what son. I, here's what I'm more concerned about. Um, what happened with the UCF and the shooting and the, uh, the officer? That's Do you have any more info on that knob goblin? <laughs> That's the story that needs to be told. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Help us out. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Makes me want to steal. Living on the house. Yes, I'm living on the house. All I got is time. Got no meaning just. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. And this was indeed the song we were looking for earlier. Creep. All related to me and my hurting right testicle. That might need to be replaced. And you guys figure, hey, this would be funny to play. Yeah, real nice. Why don't you sing along, Hafe? Come on. Who do you like better? Stone Temple Pilots or uh, Revolver? Stone Temple Pilots by far. Yeah, me too. There's no contest. Stone Temple Pilots actually was one of the very first rock bands I ever dug. Oh, really? What were you going to do before that rap? Yeah, rap and R&B. And then I discovered this And CD. Wham, you said, right? The Core album. Huh? Like Wham. Well, you said that was the first rock group you listened to was Wham. No. Charles, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Charles? Hey, yeah, uh, there's a clue at the end of the second Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of shows who Venom will be. How? The, um, the boyfriend of Mary, um, or whatever, I'm sorry, uh, 
Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call her the MJ. astronaut. Yeah. He uh, he jumps really far when he's running to go get her, like a good ten to twelve foot jump from like a dock onto like a barge or something. <laughs> and all the all the policemen and the firemen that are following him like stop and stare at him. They're like, "Whoa, how did that dude jump that far?" Oh, really? I didn't realize. So, I, did, it, it, if I would have watched it, I would have. It happens in a split second. You just barely notice it. And I'm thinking that, like, in the next movie or something, they're going to start to show that, like, when he was up in space, the powers just like got to him, the alien dude, huh? and they're just starting to like show themselves. <laughs> all right, thank you, Charles. Hey, by the way, speaking of the movies, yeah, when was the last time you were compelled to go to a movie? Oh, it's been a while. Uh, I think the last time was when we went and saw Land of the Dead. And yeah. I just like to see a scary movie every once in a while. Land of the Dead, I saw Devil's Rejects. Wedding Crashers, I wasn't compelled, quote-unquote, to go see it, but I went and saw it, and I really enjoyed it. That's one of those... Um, I saw it in the movie theater, too, but I think it's also probably going to be better in the uh, DVD. Yeah. I bet there's some great scenes cut out in the DVD. You see the top ten for the weekend? No, what was it? Actually, it all looks like crap. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, cry, What's come out. Cry Wolf. Have you heard of this one? Never heard of Cry Wolf. Transporter Two. I never saw Transporter One, so I'd never be compelled to see Two. But oddly enough, I'm waiting for Three. Really? Then I'm going to get into it. I think so. I think once it becomes a trilogy, you start to enjoy it a little bit more. The Constant Gardener. I've heard that's good. I can't remember what it's about. I heard it's racist, and I'm not going to put up to that about my people. The oh, 40-year-old man. virgin. Hmm. Yeah? No? Sir Gary. I heard that that's a very funny movie. Yeah, I, I heard it, it. It was very highly reviewed, at least. Why? Because it's the douche chill story? Well, that <laughs> and the fact that he was the funniest guy in Anchorman, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Anchorman was was bad, but very more more and more funny as you watched it. You but know? you know who I'm talking about. His character was oh, the yeah. best one. The retard. Well, do you remember his name? Like Brock, maybe? Or maybe, I don't know. Brick. Yeah. Mm. All right. Waiting looks good, according to Matt Albert. I'm asking that what that one is. Is Matt, is Matt like a big movie watcher? That's all he does. Anything else on this list worth watching? All right, hold on. Let me keep going through. Lord of War. What's that, number six? I prefer Ward, uh, damn it, <laughs> World of Warcraft. <laughs> the Exorcism of Emily Rose. You know, I wanted to go see that. I, it says it's a true story, which makes me compelled to go see it. I'll wait for it to come out, though. I reminded, I'm reminded of something. I went to go see the Transporter, the original one. Yeah. And I sat there, and it got started. Lucky for me, the reel gave out, like, five minutes in, and, like, the first big oh. scene. And I was like, thank goodness. This so seemed like it was going to suck, and so I got a pass to go watch another movie free. It, it, so the tape broke? Yeah. The actual, like, reel <laughs> at the movie theater. That's at the ghetto movie theater in, uh, in D.C. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, let me see. All right. Oh, you know, I know what waiting is. What's waiting? It has Dane Cook and Ryan Reynolds. It looks like office space, but like in the Applebee's type place with all oh. the flair and stuff. I did see that. That does look very good. He's right. Is that Dane Cook's first movie? I think uh, first feature, right? He's a huge star. Remember we interviewed him in D.C. and really didn't even know who he was? <laughs> on the weekend show. What's... And he was on the uh, MTV 
uh, movie awards or music awards, whatever they were. Maybe we should see if we get a hold of him again. Yeah. What's he like? What movie would I know him from? He's just a big. He's a big stand-up. He's a big. Stand-up. No, I've heard his stand-up, so he's not in movies. I uh, not think that so. I know. Go on IMDb, see if he's there. He's probably been in something. Yeah, I'm sure he's played some lower tier roles. Roll bounce. That was number four with eight million. What's that? Don't know. Just like heaven. Roll bounce has bow wow in it. No thanks. What's it about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> bow wow. It's where bow wow is probably in high school and falls in love with somebody. Or uh, puts on shoes and makes him play like Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, that was awful. <laughs> All right. Just like heaven. Sounds like hell. What's it about? All right, let's come back with the cure. When we come back from break. I don't know what that is. It's number three. We should know what that is. It's number three and we're on the radio. That's the that's the one they've been showing with Reese Witherspoon. It kind of looks maybe like Ghost where oh. she dies and then some guy moves but, into her apartment. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, Reese Witherspoon. It's supposed to be funny. She's so hideous. Not I, in Twilight, she's not. No, she's hideous because she has... Her face looks like a yield sign. Her, <laughs> She looks like an alien. <laughs> she's got a face of an alien. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't she? She's got like that. Yes. It's so scrunched up. It does look like a, like an upside down alien head. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her in Twilight? What is Twilight? That's the movie that she's naked in. Not interested. Reese Witherspoon. She's hideous. I told you this already. Am I thinking of the right person, the blonde girl? Yeah. Yes. From Legally Blonde. You guys think she's an alien? She's atrocious looking. I guess I have bad taste. Yeah, you do. Fred, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Fred? Hey, what's going on? Yo, How you guys doing? All right. Hey, Dane Cook was the sidekick in Simon Says with Dennis Rodman. All right. Well, then, That's like one of his features. All right. Uh, We're about to be in a movie with Dennis Rodman, so that didn't say anything. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, Reese, yeah, she's definitely an alien. Yeah, thank you, Fred. Yeah, I think that's one of those if we put up on the hot or hideous on realradio.fm, she'd get like a two score. Yeah. Oh. oh, Destro says Roll Bounce is the black people's version of the Lords of Dogtown. What's the Lords of Dogtown? It's that, that was like, the one that was about where they created surfing, I think, or skateboarding. It's, what it's is both. so Dogtown and Z Boys or something? What is with these movies lately? They expect us to pay nine bucks to go see this crap. All right, Tim Burton's The Corpse Bride. No, twenty million dollars. No, why would I? Why would I want to see The Corpse Bride? when Nightmare Before Christmas is the most overrated movie ever. All right, Putin? I'm speechless. Tim Burton is overrated. He tries to make stuff too weird and too creepy. Yeah, do you know what that movie's about? It's like about some some, uh, puppet character finds like a bone and puts it on his hand and then becomes married to some other puppet somehow by putting this bone on his finger. All right, Putin, oh. what's what's the lure to this? Why is this so cool? The lure is that uh, Tim Burton is uh, really creative, and it's great animation. The music is great. It's hilarious. But the, the music isn't Tim Burton. No, but it's still good. That doesn't mean... Now, here's the thing. I think Edward Scissorhands, brilliant. Yes. Did you Very see... good movie. Did he do the... Planet new... of the Apes? Sucked. Was, Michael... Was that Janet Jackson in that one? He did that one? What? Was Janet Jackson one of the leads in that movie? In what? Are you being racist? No. In Planet of the Apes? Yeah. No. 
You douche chill. No, serious. Her and Marky Mark, right? Sure. Marky Mark was in it. Give him a shock jock. Who's the female lead in that movie? Shock jock. Shock 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 jock. It's not. Dude, you're bad. That seriously, it's so racist. You're not doing anything for the Jewish black, like you know. Hello. I don't like being accused of racist, but did Tim Burton do the new Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Yes. Horrible. Worst movie I've. That's the last movie I saw in theaters. All right. Now Matt Albert's disagreeing. With what? Roll bounce is the black is the black people's version of Zandau. What's Zandau? How out of the loop are you and I? We must be completely out of it. And I'm I'm happy actually. I feel very good about myself that I'm out of the loop with these bad movies. It doesn't sound like we're missing anything. No. Hold on. Leslie, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Leslie? Hi guys, what's up? Yo. Yo. Um, I saw Corpse Bride the midnight it came out, like Thursday at midnight. Mm -hmm. And um, the music is all done by Danny Elfman, who's done the music for pretty much everything Tim Burton's ever directed. So was it any good? I um. (laughs) That's a no. That's a no. Be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really like it. But I do, because I like um, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas a lot more. Okay. Right. And it's ju- it just didn't live up to that, so. All right, thank it you, must Leslie. must real bad, then. That's a claymation rape if I've ever watched one. All right. Oh. we got to take a break. But Chuck we- Jock. Now we've got people all riled up. Planet of the Burton's got an army. Matt Albert says, Planet of the Apes was the first movie he ever fell asleep in. And Matt Albert even says the Janet Jackson comment is more racist than he's even willing to go. Do show. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. That was racist. Anything I said, you accuse me of that. No, I'm not racist. You are. Norm, I'm not. You Norm, are. you're in the high yeah. on Row Radio. What do you got, Norm? You shouldn't even say that. It's All not right, even funny. The lead actress that you're looking for for Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. is Helena Bonham Carter, not Janet Jackson. All right, so they look alike. Thank you. Close. See, he said it too. He Why? Because they're black. No. You That's think every a, black girl looks alike? No. Helena Bonham Carter isn't black. Well, then what's the issue? So they put her in a monkey outfit to make her look? For starters, it's not a monkey outfit. What oh, is it? It's ape. an ape? It's, no. By the way, it's Xanadu, apparently. It doesn't... Yeah, thank you for typing everything phonetically. Xanadu. I knew Xenadrin. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, sir, for agreeing with me. Lauren, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hi, um, I was just calling about the um, the comparison between Roll Bounce and Lords of Dogtown. Mm-hmm. Roll Bounce, I I would never see it first of all because it's basically you got served with little bow wow. <laughs> oh God! It really is. It like if you if you've ever seen the commercials, it's like little bow wow and Nick Cannon or whoever they are, Drumline, the whole cast of them, mm-hmm. you know, trying to pull off. These cool roller skating, 1970s hippie things. I don't even know what it is. But comparing it to Lords of Dogtown, which is probably one of the best movies I've seen right. on a documentary. Um, ah, all right, Lauren. Ridiculous. What you. other documentaries have you seen, ma'am? I'm her. And now I'm talking to crickets. All right, and I just You're got, used to that. I just got the photos of Reese Witherspoon nude. <laughs> uh, not impressed. Frumpy. Skeletorish, pale, alien-like. 
is she popping out of someone's chest naked? Are you, are you Hefe, are you gay? You don't like that? What do you mean am I gay? No, I'm I am gay, not sure. gay, first of all. I just wanted to set that up. But she's hot. Tommy, where are you? I'm gay, sure. All right, we're going to take a break and we come back. All right, what is this? Is this true, what you type over here, Putin? What? Yeah, that's true. I've seen it done. Hmm. All right, so Nightmare Before Christmas syncs up with Anima. Tool's album? Yes, that's right. Damn it, now I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> don't do it. It's now, not worth it. Now I'm going to have to become a fan. No, don't do it. Now all of a sudden, that's my favorite movie of all time. Traitor. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Why are we so late? Come on, douche chill. Keep us on time. We're a whole break behind. It's it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, in a bit, I'm going to run down Tim Burton's resume. <laughs> see what you think. Okay. Open phones right now because we're uh, kind of short on time. So we'll fill it with you. Matt, you're back in the Hideout Real Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt. Gentlemen, always welcome to make an encore appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I'd like to apologize for my premature ejaculation and subtract my uh, nominee for most obscure pop culture reference of the night from Brian, the caller who guessed Dr. Doom, mm-hmm. and submit it to, I believe, was that Matt Albert that guessed Xanadu with Olivia Newton-John? Yes. Yeah, that was Matt Albert. The the ill-fated 1980-some-odd movie where uh, Miss uh, uh, Newton-John experiences a coming-of-age story uh, with roller skates, and I don't know. If <laughs> oh, it, wow, that is an actual, that's a great reference then. Yeah, I, and I don't know if uh, the uh, coming of age came due because of uh, her roller skates or if uh, she found different ways to do a split <laughs> other than on the roller rink. Nice. But but uh, you mentioned Tim Burton, and I have a theory. Um, as far as his films, uh, more so than any other director in Hollywood, there is no other guy who is 50-50 than Tim Burton. For every good movie that he has, he has one that just absolutely blows and makes you want to peel your eyeballs out. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Let, me, let me take a look at this. Thank you, Matt. All right, let's go down his resume. Let's see if it is even 50-50, because I doubt it's even that. Corpse Bride. I haven't seen it, in nope. all fairness. I'm not interested. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. People were looking forward to it. Horrible. I saw it. I'm getting uh, horrible. Yeah. I'll take Deuce Chill's word for that one. Putin liked it. Poon, you liked it? Fantastic! They didn't change anything. They kept all the characters. Here's one that I'm intrigued to see. Big Fish. I hear Big Fish was good. Decent. Big Fish, what was that about? That was a great, great movie. That's with, uh... Ewan McGregor, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to think, uh, Albert Finney. Hmm, I'll right. see that one. I've never... Uh, th- I've always, I meant to see that one. You know what I ended up renting? I thought I was renting. Uh, Big Fish, I ended up with Finding Neverland. Oh, yeah, better better that than Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's true. Or Swordfish. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Matt Albert, by the way, is happy he finally won something. Planet of the Apes? No. Terrible. The World of Stain Boy? What's the World of Stain Boy? Something? Putin, do you know that? I think that's a documentary on chunks. <laughs> hmm. That was a Tim Burton flick. Sleepy Hollow? Terrible. Mars Attacks? Terrible. Atrocious. So bad. Mars Attacks was just hideous. And everybody gives that one ups, props. 
Ed Wood. Good. I never, Ed Wood was good. I never saw Ed Wood. I hate it. And I refuse to watch it because I don't care how good Martin Landau was, Samuel L. Jackson should have won Best Supporting Actor that year. That's what I'll always remember about Ed Wood was that Martin Landau won Best Supporting Actor that year over Samuel L. Jackson for Pulp Fiction. And yeah, that probably. sucked. Yeah, I, I would agree that probably Samuel L. should have won, but... Batman Returns. Oh, terrible. Edward Scissorhands, classic. Definitely. The original Batman. Good. I liked it. Yeah. But those aren't really his creations. But, you know, he, the, he put the, his That's his directing it. work. Beetlejuice, good. Beetlejuice was good. Okay, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, I still think that one holds up. <laughs> that explains something. What? Dingleberry Stew, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. France hey, ass. Hey, hideout. I'm uh, hanging out of Chunks' ass right now. Yeah. Okay, I got And uh, it smells like big fish. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dingleberry Stew. <laughs> I had a dumb part of that. Ah. Three minutes later, my man. Three yeah. minutes later. Yeah, I should have gone. Uh... All right. Now, I have this on the... Uh, maybe we'll take this when we get back. Here's what it says on the on the call screen, though. Okay. Black man in wheelchair, angry as hell at the Rhone. Makes sense. 407-916-1041. star-1041 on your singular wireless phone if you want to uh, call out Daron for being a racist. No, I'm not a racist. I, I don't we'll, call about that. We'll take a break and we'll come back and you're going to the hideout court. And you're guilty. But before you even go to court, we'll sentence you next. What? <laughs> Sorry. Can I be executioner? Yes. By the way, you two uh guilty for the same offense. Hmm. Me and who? Me? Mikey Remy Putin. For what? Racist. About what? Everything. He is a racist. You should hear what he says to me back here. Huh? Call him out. 407-916-1041. Deuce Jill is innocent. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I feel violated by Daron. I feel... 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Here's Put him in his place. I ask him to come back with Nas, and he comes back with the killers. Wait. So, you... I don't like that you guys try to do this to me. It's not cool. Hmm. You accuse me of a racist no matter what I say. I well, maybe why. if you said some stuff that wasn't so racist. It's not racist. Hmm? Denial. I wish we didn't have the song behind that, because that was really fruity. <laughs> Mo, Mike, you're in the high down row radio. Huh? I don't know what he was saying. There's no telling what he was saying. Who was that? Oh, Mike. Mike? He was mumbling. Kind of like our Mikey. <laughs> Yet the original Mike, who uh, was a little bit more uh, interesting than the one that we have. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. So, we were talking about, for some reason, oh, Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton, and then I brought up uh, how bad Planet of the Apes was. And then Douchechill says, hey, wasn't Janet Jackson in that movie? 
Exactly, an innocent question. I thought she was in it. I, why? Why'd you? Why'd you push your ears out and blow your cheeks wide too? Why? When you said uh, it, how could I do that? I'm wearing headphones. I don't know. You're talented. You're a talented racist. I'll give you that. I'm not a racist. I don't want to hear that once more. How many tonight. times have racist. you said? How many times have you said that into the mirror, J Dubs? What? You're a talented racist. <laughs> <laughs> I point at it with a tear coming down my cheek. And he also told me during the break he thought Shaq was in Planet of the Apes. Oh, get the hell out of here! No, that was Putin, not me. Right. You can't throw your voice that well. I never said that about Shaq. He's obviously not in it. Dude. All right, hold on a second. Let's talk to Black Man in a Wheelchair. Black Man in a Wheelchair, how are you? What up, fellas? How you doing? J-Dubs, How's it going, bro? What's going on? What do you think about Deuce showing his racism? Man, that was the most racist thing he could ever say. You know, when I come up there for open uh, open door policy Thursday, people gonna make me stand up and do something to his ass. All right, I think you should beat him up. I think you run Smack over him around, run over him in the wheelchair. That's what I do. I do this drunk here. I do it to his ass. All right, hang well, on, uh, sir. Let me let me tell you how they mix and mince whatever I say. Well, oh, now, sir, you scared now. You said all that crap earlier. Yeah, now, now that a black say? man is uh, stepping up. How do you, you know are afraid. Uh, hang on. Can I say yeah. this? Yeah, say, say, say something. Just like when I said Deuce McAllister looked a little like SBK, oh, they, they the called me a racist. Yeah. That was, get the hell out of here. Did you hang up on him, Deuce Chill? No. Douche. What are you guys doing? He did. He's smiling. He's got oh that smirk God. on. Did you just hang up on black man in a wheelchair? How could I hang up on him? I'm over here. You, you got the buttons right in front of you, dumbass. You guys are ridiculous. He's smiling, too. He's got that little smirk on. I am smiling because I cannot believe that you just did that. What? You guys are sitting here trying to paint me as a racist. I'm not. Think about everything you've said. I forgot about you saying Deuce McAllister and looks like SBK. How is that racist? He looks, he looks nothing, nothing like, like him. him. It's just the, the oh. skin color. No, that's not true. I will not allow doing? that. Yes, turn you. my instrument play back on. Then turn off the racism. Turn off the racism. You do it. You turn off the racism. It's on and off with you. You have like a switch. I still cannot believe that you guys are trying to pull this. This is ridiculous. And I'm not kidding. Turn his instrument play on. It's on. I'm going home. Have that follow you the whole way. Deuce chill. I thought the Jewish people and the black people were supposed to stick together. Tight. I'm not going to say anything, because no matter what I try to say, you're going to try to say, that's racist. I'm not... Look, we aren't out to paint any picture of you. Yeah, you are, because you we're just out did to call you, segment. We're out to call you out on your comments. It's a movie that I did not see, that I thought she was in. Why, that, did, why did you think she was in it? And it's simple as that. Why did you think she was in it? For whatever reason I did, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. A racist is never going to admit he's other, racist on air. That other caller called it and said the same thing. Did he just say caller? Did you say the other caller who called in? The other caller. See, this is what I'm talking about. Whatever I say, you guys try to mix it up. Huh? What are you doing? The, the other caller, C-A-L-L-E-R, called and said the same thing as me. Mix. You don't mix like the up. mixing? Is that what you said? You don't like the melting pot? Dude, this is America, man. 
Wow. Hmm. This is just shocking. I, you I, know, didn't, I didn't know this was in them. All right, maybe we do this then. Maybe we put it on realradio.fm or maybe even on sbklive.com. Have a picture of Deuce McAllister next to SBK's picture. I got a problem with end people. And then, yeah, and who's the racist? And Chunks. Then, I got a problem with end people. And then have people vote on how uh, racist you are. No, I don't even want you to do that because that's ridi- only you guys would think that's racist. What? Just like when anyone calls up and you say, is there a celebrity you look like? Is that being racist? But, it's, but with you, it's, if it's black, it's the same celebrity every time. Janet Jackson. <laughs> no, there's so many. Name no. another black person. Name another black person what? Just It's a celebrity? See, now you're trying to give yourself time to think. <laughs> Name another black person what? I don't know what the question is. Any black person. A, fe- a female celebrity? Either or. Look at this. It's already been 35 Selma seconds. Hyatt. You can't name a one. I mean, Selma uh, Hyatt. She's Halle Mexican. <laughs> she's Mexican. <laughs> oh, my God. Halle Berry. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Halle Berry. So now you're saying the blacks and the Mexicans, all of us, we all look the same? Halle Berry. Wow, dude. Dude. You said Selma Hayek. Now I'm offended as a Mexican-American. Because you guys have got me so flustered oh, in here. you guys? Mexican-Americans? You people? And Italians? Them? All right. Hold on. Colt 45, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah. This guy hating Negro. He's a Negro hating dolphin, man. Negro hating dolphin. What does that even mean? Oh, you don't like SeaWorld now, huh? What's wrong with you, douche chill? What's wrong with you guys? Like, honestly, this has been going on for like three segments. Mo Prem, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, my name Mo Prem. I'm pissed off at douche. All right. All right, that was you douche. Saying, you sang up on a nice black man. That was douche chill doing a voice. What? Do you do a nice impression, douche chill? I don't do, everybody know? I don't do any voices. That was not me. I'm sitting here doing nothing, being accused of being a racist. And I'm not happy. Look at your track record. What the hell music are you playing? What is this now? I, t- I think he's friggin' making fun of Arabs now. <laughs> Dude, why are you playing this? And this is Indian music, by the way. No, this is... This is Indian music. This isn't Arab. Look at him laughing back there. He's just... Dude, turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off. Look at him laughing! What's he laughing about? He's laughing! I want to hear him laughing. Look at you. Giggling like a schoolgirl. Turn your mic on. Turn your mic on. What are you laughing about? Darone. Dude, it's not funny. You can't be playing that music and then laughing. I can't believe you. Why are you... <laughs> he's actually wiping his eyes because he's laughing so hard with the, the jokes. Oh, what is this? Oh, come on! Now you're attacking chunks. Hey! And I remember you played this in our Madden gig to make fun of me. So I know you're making fun of me, you ass. Oh, okay, turn it off so they can't hear me. It's laughing. The son of a bitch is laughing back there. You think it's funny, huh? I'm just seeing how long you guys are going to do this. I'm doing nothing you in this room. You control the music. You're no, trying you. to laugh. You're in the booth. Turn I'm, it off. No, I'm Why are you off. laughing? Does it sound like I'm laughing? I don't 
I'm you very laugh. You turn your mic off. No, I'm angry. Like I turned my mic off because that's how angry I am right now. That you guys, I'm sitting here with my mic off, working on production, laughing, and you're accusing me of being a racist. Nick has a question for you. Okay, what is it? Why would you go to this? What is that? Would you stop already? I'm not doing that. Can I turn off Chunks' booth and maybe that'll stop? No, you turn off the CD player. All right, hold on a second. Alfonso, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. Yes, sir. We're crying because you had to speak American, you. All right. Nick, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, Jerome, man, what do you think of uh, Wesley Snipes movies, man? I figure he's a big black man dingo looking love. What? What do you think well, about Wesley Snipes movies? Pastor 57. That's a great movie. And also... You like uh, it when he entertains you? I think he's also... Oh, you like it when he dances for you, huh? No, he's, it's a good movie, Passenger 57. But you hated Blade because you said black people can't be superheroes. I never saw Blade. Oh, why? Because I don't like vampire movies. Hmm. Because he's black? But I did see him in, is he in... Well, I'm not going to say it, because I'll get accused of anything. I'm turning my mic off for what? the night. No, no, no. Douche Chill, signing out. You can't sign out. You can't Douche run chill, away. Douche signing in. You Hello. Can... What movie did you think he was in? I'm... No, I'm not even going to say it. Just say it. You're safe. Say it. Say it, you fruit. You're... No, because you're going to paint me a racist if I say Let the movie. Let me hear it. Come on. Demolition Man. Oh, God. Wow. Is that him? Yes. Wow. But let me. How are you gonna make the, how How are you gonna make me a racist now? Because you said they can't have blonde hair, and he's that's the one big said. criminal in the future. That's what you said, and that's why it was your favorite movie. And you're happy that there's gonna be nothing but uh, Taco Bell in the future. Now this this is the most seashells. This is the most angry I've ever been being accused of this. And you guys are laughing. And when I'm sitting here, imagine how you know we feel. You're the one laughing, dude. I'm pissed. Imagine how we feel. Imagine how I feel. Here I am, like a racist. Okay, you know what this is, dude. Now you're now you're attacking. I don't even know what song this is. Now I'm you're not controlling. Now you're attacking the host. And when you start attacking the host, that's when you get in real trouble. Stop it! Come on! I forbid you to see that taco again. He's soft. This is wrong. Dude, you are, you can't do that. Turn it off. Seriously. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. A little quick update at realradio.fm, the Hideout Fantasy Football League. It's not going well for Putin. No. He's only managed four points. Ooh, Kansas City's not doing anything. He's only gotten four points so far. Putin, Putin, Putin. So, so it looks like he's going to be snorting the hottest yard. Unless uh, Kansas City has an amazing second half. I blame this all on Tommy. Why? Because he scored higher than I did. All right, fair enough. I can deal with that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so we just found out that Douche Chill Derone's a racist. Stop saying that. Huh? And now he's worried about getting fired, and I would be, too. No, I'm worried. That's the least of my concerns. I don't like being called that. It's very offensive, and it's not true. In fact, I think we should all email Catherine and Dan mm-hmm. and tell them to fire Oh, I've already done. I've already blanketed their email. I did my little part. You do yours. Actually, I just uh, CC'd everyone. 
It wouldn't surprise me if you did. And now uh, Icebox DC says, and what is this now? Douche draws something against retards because he's uh, upsetting chunks? Is there anyone you're not going to offend tonight? He's going crazy. He's like stone cold. All right, I gave him a story. I want you to read this news story aloud. Yeah, because I feel very comfortable reading this one right now. All right, I want you to read this news story. Okay. Am I supposed to read this top line with the person's name, or do I'm leaving that out? Which story did you give him? The one you sent me. I wonder if it's the right one. What's the top line? Undated. David something considers himself pretty much an average guy. Yes, that's true. Okay. I go to work every day. I like to work out. I've got a whole slew of friends, says David. Victoria, somebody, says she leads a pretty basic life, too. She likes to read. Or she she likes to ready? Who wrote this? Chunks? No, it was actually in the newspaper. Well, she likes to ready. Okay. Is writing a novel and is excited about her new boyfriend. We're incredibly mushy and obnoxious, and we drive all our friends crazy, says Victoria. But while Victoria's gushing affection may seem typical of any budding relationship, there is a difference. She has no interest in having sex, ever. David can, under- David can understand that. Okay, you can't read. He, I can't read this thing. He has no sexual desires either. Sex is, Maybe if you gave it to me in advance, so I could read through it once and you know find out what's going on in the story. I'm reading it as we speak. Sex is never a thing that made it, because there's so many typos in this, is why I can't read it. Sex is never a thing that it made sense for me to do, says David. David and Victoria... that last line? Yeah, one more time. Sex is never a thing that it made sense for me to do, says David. David and Victoria are part of a growing number of people publicly declaring themselves asexual. David even started an online discussion forum called the Asexual Visibility and Education Network. People just started pouring in from all over the world with similar experiences, saying, you know, I'm not interested in sexuality. I don't experience sexual attraction, says David. The group now has more than 4,000 members. They sell T-shirts touting their lifestyle and hand out pamphlets explaining that they're normal and perfectly happy with their lives. There are asexual people who are old, who are young, who are male and female, says David. He says some asexuals are happy on their own. Others, like Victoria, are interested in romantic partners, minus the sex. I am in a relationship. I met him on the site. He's asexual as well. There's just a level of intimacy there, says Victoria. I like that. That's good enough. Now, Chunks, I need you to go back and isolate as much as possible. That's the reason you just had me read that. Mm-hmm. So first, you're going to make me look like a racist, and now you're going to make me look like an asexual. You are. Alleg- I- allegedly, says you guys. I thought you were asexual. You're an asexual shock jock. I'm not a shock jock. Why did you become uninterested in sex? Me? Mm-hmm. I'm not uninterested in it. What's your interest in it? What's my interest in it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What else is there better to do? All right. How uncomfortable <laughs> are you right now? Isn't this amazingly yeah. uncomfortable? Well, after those last few segments of him just spewing. Wow. And then you go off and you read something running down a whole bunch of people who are just like you. Self-hating. Radio Roadblock. I might be self-hating, but turn that's about mic, it. Turn your mic off. I'm leaving it on. <laughs> Can't believe Hefe and Dove's Putin.
<laughs> what are you doing? Turn your mic off. <laughs> Stupid. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Uh. Now, um, speaking of shock jocks, <laughs> I saw something in the news the other day, Dubs, where they're trying a morning zoo. A morning zoo, um, I'm going to have to find the story before we can get to it. But, um, oh, real fast, did you see how much money they're going to give Britney Spears for the pictures of her baby? Uh, I saw, like, a couple figures. Um, was it around, like, six million altogether? All right. About six million, but 1.5 million, I guess, from OK Magazine for the interview and photos of the baby. Now, look at this. $3 million to show home video footage of the birth on their reality TV show, Chaotic. $3 million. And then maybe even, two, a $1.5 million deal to show the video of the first few weeks of the baby's life. So, yeah, about a total of $6 million. That's all, amazing. All, Just for this little uh, kid that could be the ugliest kid in the world. You never know. I, I, I bet you they're hoping for that, you know, just it popping out and saying, ugly baby. You think it's possible she'll have an ugly baby? Oh, definitely possible. I think there's the genes in there to make it ugly with uh, Federline and Brittany and Brittany's family and everything. Right, who are they going to interview? Brittany? Yeah, I think so. And about what? About being a mother, going through pregnancy. Would you actually give photos of your baby out there? Uh, for the right price, yeah. Um, that, that, I don't think that's stepping over. I, I definitely wouldn't if I were them. I mean, they have enough money. There's no reason to put more money out there for uh, to you, for you to lose more privacy because that's been one of her biggest beefs, that she doesn't have privacy anymore. I can't believe $3 million to show the home video footage of the, of the, uh, of the birth. Now, was she cesarean or natural? Uh, cesarean. Oh, well, then that's not good. You're not going to be able to see any of the mommy parts. It, I don't think you're going to want to at that point. I know I wouldn't. I, have you ever seen a birth? No. Oh. oh. Actually, yes, I have. Now, don't they, if they do cesarean, do they keep panties on? Would they be able, like, maybe a nice little thong, G-string? I don't think, I think they do it pantyless. Why would you want uh, something in the way where, like, uh, something get caught in that panties? I think you do it with panties on. All right, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is there one thing that no amount of money could make you do on TV? Like, here's something I wouldn't do. I don't care how much money you're giving me. Poo in a glass toilet on television. Oh, I'd do that in a second. How much money? I'd drop mud in a glass toilet. How much money? A million dollars. A million dollars? A million dollars. Just to go to the restroom? Nah, I'd... You know what? A hundred thousand. I'll drop down to a hundred thousand just to uh, drop mud in a glass toilet. All right. There's no amount of money that would make me have sex with my grandmother on TV. No amount of money. Not even sex with my grandmother, let alone put it on television. Two million. What? Two million. Definitely. Without a doubt. What about the shame? 
shame goes away, my friend. The money will stay there for a while. No, the money goes away and the shame stays with you forever. You guys have consciences. How about get a sex change on television? I wouldn't do that. Five million. Five million to turn everything inside out. That's actually... No, I couldn't do it. I don't think... I couldn't do a sex change. Period? No. Well, no. Although you, oh, you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, I was about to say you won't get one of those, so mm-hmm. that's not so bad. All right, would any amount of money make you uh, passionately make out with your father? 750 $750,000, I'll passionately Dude, make out with my father. Dude, I thought you were talking about $750 million. No, $750,000, I will passionately make out with my dad on TV. Doesn't he listen on realradio.fm? If he can scrape up the money, you've got a big kiss coming, Dad. All right, let me ask you this. How much money for a paper cut to your own dong? <laughs> like right at the bad part, or good part. Three hundred thousand. What? Three hundred thousand dollars. I will paper cut my dong. Oh. All right. What if we could lower it to three thousand? No. Three hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. How about thirty thousand? Deal. Thirty thousand dollars. You'll paper cut your own dong on TV. Yes. All right. Bring I'm, it on. I'm getting it together for SBK TV then. Maybe that. I will do it. First episode. How about this? i got to be careful how I word this. Do this on TV. Okay. Amount of money. Drink the results of your own punch in the clown session. One million dollars. <laughs> Ew, drink your clown juice. <laughs> ah, clown juice. Yeah. What, you wouldn't do that for a million dollars, Trunks? No. No way! Wouldn't drink my clown juice. That's so gay! That's not gay, it's your own. So... Two million for yours. Mine is worth more, probably. Dude, that is really, really gay to some. That's not gay. That's uh, that's business. <laughs> business. It's not gay if it's uh, done with a shirt and tie on. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Is there anything you won't do? Ah, uh, nothing that you brought up yet. I'm I'm intrigued to see if people can come up with something that you wouldn't do for a certain amount of money. I think uh, a nominal fee can make me do about anything. How about tell racist jokes with Daron and laugh? Twenty dollars. Give me a nice Jackson. Side out Row Radio Auto Four Point One. This. I'm afraid to play anything that I would normally play right now. What would you play right now? I don't even know. That's David Allen Coe? That's why I'm not playing anything. You're playing Bare Naked Ladies. Because I know if I play anything else, I'm going to get accused of something. So I'm playing things that I figure you can't accuse me of something for not being. Bare Naked Ladies, huh? He's for domestic violence. That's what that means. It's a hideout, Raw Radio 104.1. Making fun of Canadians now? I'm not making fun of anyone. I don't even know where those guys are from. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs on a Monday night. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Deuce, you're in college, right? Kind of. 
Are you? What are you? I not? mean, I graduated. I'm going back. Just getting extra classes, grad school. What? Yeah, I'm debating of uh, where, what program I want to do for grad school. So. What, what about you, Putin? Where are you? Are you uh, still in school? Yes, sir. How many? Uh, what are you classified as? Um, communications major for purposes of the internship. <laughs> what year are you? Technically, <laughs> I am a sophomore at Valencia, but I actually think I have like. Close to 75 credit hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, Chunks, it took you how long to graduate from George Mason University? For communications. Uh, six and a half years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. And, Dubs, you went to Specs Howard School of Broadcasting. Eight months and I was done. I went to Texas Tech University, graduated in three years. Now, Dubs, I don't know if you ever saw this, or maybe you did at broadcasting school. Non-traditional students. Do you know what those are? Aren't those like the uh, like the older students and like the uh, people who are going back and right, the people who have already kind of gone out into the workforce. They've done their thing and now they're coming back to try to change up their life. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing about non-trad students. They ruin it for the rest of the people who were in class for the first go round because they try too hard. Oh yeah, they uh, they'll mess up your curve. They're actually there to learn. Yeah, they're there to drink and party. And they kind of screw with you when you want to party uh, and mess around during class. You know, it's kind of a no-win situation for those people, though, because if they try to party, they're the pathetic old people. And if they just try to sit there, learn, get done, they are the uh, kind of like the a-holes. Do you have that at uh, Valencia? You got a lot of non-trads over there, Putin? Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm actually kind of depressed. Okay, see, here's my problem. I didn't go to college for a couple of years after high school. Mm-hmm. Am I a non-trad student? No. I, no. I, what do you think the age? That's a good point. What do you think the age is for a non-trad? Uh, I would say, what, 35? I'm, I'm in. All the way up to 35? Yeah. What about even 30? Yeah. Undergrad, 30? Okay, 30, 30 should be the, uh, the cutting-off point of, like, okay... Maybe even 27. Hmm. All right, you know, I can even try that. Like, if I, for the last nine years, didn't go to school and then decided I'm going to go ahead and hop back in and go to college. Like our buddy Shafee's thinking about mm-hmm. that. You would fit in. I would fit in in college? Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're in the not... AV club. Why well, are you angry now? I am doing audio for a living. That's why I said it. Hmm. Why do you think I'd fit in over there, Putin? Because you're not old. Thank you're a you're a young youthful person. Thank you. What about Dubs? Who seems older, me or Dubs? You. What? Well, it's because I technically am. You technically are. You're three years older. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think I'm. All right, who's hipper? Me or Dubs? It's a tie. You both lose. All right, you keep your mic off because you're pissed. You are so hip you can't see over your own pelvis, Hefe. Okay, you know what? Just stop. Mo. Mo. Turn your mic off. Turn your mic. Now, Dubs, in broadcasting school, you get a lot of... Oh, yeah. We had this uh, lady. She was about 65 years old, and we kept on begging her to bring us in cookies because she just looked the part of some lady who could really cook, who could make a nice brown sugar treat for us. Could she? I don't know. She never did. She probably got pissed. Y'all kept asking, huh? And you were underage, too. You are probably asking you to buy beer, (laughs) that kind of stuff. Hey, Grandma, give me some of that cough medicine. Hmm? Give me some of the pills. Well, the reason I bring this up... Yeah. 
I guess in Northeastern State University. Oh, yeah, big one. Yeah, big time <laughs> college. D1. They have a homecoming queen candidate who's non-trad, you know. Yeah. So you think, you know, 30s, maybe even 40s. 71. What's even the point at that point? I do ask, what is the point of going to get your degree? Is it Maybe it's just to educate yourself, but then couldn't you just read books? You'd think so. You'd think you could just read books, get that done with, and not be made fun of by being voted in as homecoming queen. Now, she was nominated by a couple of students and didn't take it seriously until she was actually a finalist. Now she really wants to win Homecoming Queen. Now, how does 71 it... years old, on the Homecoming Court, trying to win Homecoming Queen. Wouldn't you be embarrassed for your school if your Homecoming Queen is 71 years old? And who the hell, or what the hell, is Northeastern State University to even have a Homecoming? Does that sound like a place you'd want to go back to? Or even want to be from? Well, and they sound like they would even have a football team. Right, Homecoming I, for what? All right, find them online. There's just a couple students in there playing Madden? Yeah, that's the team. Northeastern State University. Her name is Muriel. She even has an old lady name. Muriel. Gertrude. Muriel Sanders. So she's actually out there campaigning now for votes. She's uh, taking it to the road, going out there, trying to shake the hands. Meet the people. Now, do they do that thing like they did in Napoleon Dynamite where they gather everyone in the auditorium? I'd imagine in this school, yeah. Because it sounds like Northeastern State University. All all they have to do is ring a bell and everybody comes running. And they just kind of gather around in the courtyard and they make little signs and their campaign promises. Do a see you at the poll type thing where they're all praying. Did you ever have that when you were growing up? See you at the poll? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never did it though. You know what I would do? I would always go out there, and i just laugh and point and say, where's your God now? Shock jock. I did. I don't know why. You were shock jocking back then. Yeah, I always have been. <laughs> where's your God now? What does that even mean at that point? I don't know. I was a kid. <laughs> it just sounded cool. <laughs> I think I heard it on the radio. And you know how uh, easily that influences children. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm finding something about this. About this place, Northeastern State University. What do you think your campaign promises would be? Gummers. I promise everyone gummers. I promise everyone no teeth. <laughs> I guarantee I won't use teeth. And by the way, that's a big promise. Yeah. If you can keep that promise. I would vote for, I would vote for a chick that wouldn't use the teeth and knew how to not to. Maybe she'll promise to uh, put a new meaning to the word or the phrase, it depends. Okay, what is that? Because she... Yeah, because she poops herself. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that about Muriel. Whatever. I can guess. I can guess why. I, I can guess it's not a train she's carrying behind that uh, gown she's wearing for homecoming. It's a load. All right. The 2005 homecoming is Welcome to Reality. That's the name of it, Welcome to Reality. The reality is you'll be dead before you get the degree. That's the reality, Muriel. The reality is that you probably won't be able to pass on uh, the crown to the next year's homecoming queen. <laughs> They're going to have your son come out, hand it off like it's a Lifetime Achievement Award. Whoa! According to the website, 
She won. She won. <laughs> Listen to this. Muriel Sanders, 71. Um, Who is her husband, Colonel? Is active <laughs> in the poetry club and is the assistant director in the communication lab. Now, the homecoming king is 21-year-old Scott Weatherman. <laughs> Think they got it on? Tommy Buster hit tonight. Who is sponsored by Lambda Chi Alpha. I Could you imagine how pissed off... It does seem like a tri-lamb bang. Could you imagine how pissed you'd be if you were a 21-year-old dude and your homecoming queen is 71 years old? I, and you have to do that dance? All right, where's Tommy Bateman? I'm sure she'd want the waltz. Where's Tommy Bateman when you need him? Right now you got douche troll over there pouting. When, you know why I'm angry now? Why? Because when I went to look up the information for you, my street address popped up in the computer. <laughs> what? Yeah, because Tommy's back here looking up all my personal information. <laughs> so I jump on here to look, and there's my my mother's address, nonetheless. Somebody find me a picture of Muriel Sanders. Mm-hmm. What did you just do? Just that, Darone. That, that grunt because I asked you to do work and find me a picture no, of this Darone. old thing? Darone just being an idiot. It would be like being paired with your grandma. This is my homecoming queen, Grams. I can't believe she won. I guess the whole Metamucil and all the vending machines worked for her as her huh? campaign promise. A promise is a promise. She better uh, back it up. Maybe she'll uh, back it up with her promise for... Uh, her sponsorship of the first ever girl prune juice wrestling. <laughs> or quarter coffee machines in every classroom. You have to show your card, though. And you get the discount at the movies and the buffets. Mm-hmm. All right, Chunks, here's your new goal. To I die want, before uh, this lady does? I want you to book Muriel Sanders and tell her we're very proud of her and we want to talk to her. And she's advancing senior citizen rights everywhere. Hey, no problem. That was the ultimate in goof voting. You know what? From now on, all I want to do is interview really old people with the hopes one of them dies on the air. Because that would be the best thing for our careers. Hey, here's where we start. I want you to call all the nursing homes. Yes, I want you We'll do our daily nursing home rounds where we call a different nursing home and talk to every single one of them screaming in their ear trying to get them to have a heart attack. <laughs> Shock jock. That works for me. That's funny. Shock jock. Now, what do you? What about this though? When do old people usually die? It's usually in the morning, isn't it? Aren't most of heart attacks and stuff in the morning? What do you want? A tape delay? Yeah, maybe. I found a picture of this lady, right? And mm-hmm. it pops up, and Darone goes, "Oh, it's a black girl." I did not say that. This is out of control. Dude. All right, send me the picture of Maureen Sanders. You better get on this last segment and tell everyone the truth. What? I'm going to sue. Sue who? You. Douche chill. Going back to this being a goof vote, you guys never uh, in high school would vote for, like, the retard for homecoming king or, like, the really ugly fat chick for homecoming queen? Was that you? No. (laughs) I was elected, but I didn't. (laughs) Bitch boobs Venezia. That's who I voted for. Are you sending me the picture or what? We'll take a break. We'll come back.
It's a hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Got a picture of Maureen Sanders. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she's cute. She's, oh, she, she, looks, she looks like she's probably in her 60s. Yeah, she doesn't look old. Hmm. I mean, 71 is, isn't far from the 60s, though. So. Right. Well, congratulations to her. Yeah. I wish uh, they, they had a little, little picture of her in, like, her yeah. dress and everything. In her heyday? May, yeah, maybe. Uh, wait, how old is that picture? Because it is in black and white. No, nah, this is, she's got a, uh, well, I don't know. It has to be from this year, because it has the whole caption thing about her being 71 and running for homecoming queen. Were you, you were on homecoming court, weren't you? Yeah. How'd that go for you? Uh, I lost to Bicurious BJ. <laughs> he was king. Your cousin slash friend, by Curious BJ, mm-hmm. was the homecoming king at Fowlerville High School. Yes, he was. Hmm. Fat, short Conan O'Brien won. Hmm. Okay, hold on a second. Dubs, I know it's the end of the show, but I wanted to propose something to you. Now we're well, always... we can't do that. Not yet. Yeah, not in this state. No. Nope. Maybe in another. Or even another country like Spain. Or Canada. But you and I, uh, for the longest time, we've been trying to decide how we can work your cat, Sadie Lou, into the show. Yes. We have pictures of her on RealRadio.fm. Yes, we do. Namely of her in a devil outfit for last year's Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And also of her in a orange shirt laying bottomless on your leather couch. Yes, they're both on realradio.fm under the hideout portion. So you and I have been thinking, all right, what can we do to get Sadie Lou involved? We want her to be a part of the show. She's, oh, do you want to take her trick-or-treating? Is well, that what? Well, she's an important part of your life. Yes. And so here's what I propose. Now, you want to take her trick-or-treating, and I'm willing to do that. All right, I say yes to trick-or-treating if you say yes to this. Okay. Here's a good stunt that I think she could do. And it's just kind of based on what I'm reading here. Um, how big is Sadie Lou, by the way? Uh, like what, weight? Like length, like two feet? Yeah, probably about two feet. I mean, this should work perfectly then. Uh, puppy swallows 13-inch knife. So I think what would be really good is if we got Sadie Lou and we saw how much of that knife, like 13-inch knife, she could swallow. That would kill her. No, 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 no. The puppy survived. Actually, it was here in Florida. Yeah, it was a six-month-old puppy. How old your cat? Two years. Oh, you're saying that your two-year-old cat isn't as good as a six-year-old puppy? That the six-year-old puppy is a number one stunter over Sadie Lou? You're, uh, you're, you're trying to get me into something I don't want. You're trying to bait me. No, no, I don't like that. No, 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 no. Here it is. Very simple. Okay. Sadie Lou. I saw her today, in fact. Looking cute, huh? A mm, little chubby, but whatever. You feed her how you want to feed her. I'm. I want to feed her a 13-inch knife. And just see. Yours isn't that big. <laughs> and I, I think that's just completely unhealthy to do with a cat. Rough tongue and everything. Okay, look. I'm trying to offer things 
Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to offer suggestions. I'm trying to offer treats to my cat. And not treats that are good and taste like salmon. When do you think that cat's going to die? I hope not till after I die. Would you really want to outlive the cat? Yes and no. I would want to outlive it, but I would want it not to outlive my girlfriend. So you want your girlfriend to die first? No, I want me to die first, and uh, those who can fight over who dies after that. And you've said this before, you would rather the girlfriend die before the cat. Oh, of course. That cat's special. Hmm. Now, Chunk, speaking of animals, does Tommy Bateman come back tomorrow? I believe so, yeah. (laughs) I believe so. And you're taking care of Roxy, his prized possession, his dog? I'm trying to. What do you mean you're trying to? I'm doing my damnedest. Did you leave it at home alone during the show? Yeah. Why? Did you leave the cupboards locked? You know dogs have a taste for Drano. And apparently 13-inch knives. And also he left a floater in the toilet with the lid up. That is true. You left the toilet seat up? With a floater. (laughs) I don't know if it's a floater. There's definitely number one. (laughs) <laughs> but there is good odds that there's number two in there as well. Because I talk on the phone, you know, and sometimes I don't like to be rude and flush the toilet when I'm done, so I'll just leave it in there. For the dog? Well, not necessarily for the dog. I just got forgetful. Crap. Yeah, that's what the dog probably ate. Yeah. He's going to come home, he's going to look like a Snickers commercial. Tommy's going to come home and stab me with a 13-inch knife. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, he'll just stab you. Otherwise, you know how he is. He'll probably just slit open your biceps. Just make me bleed. Like, literally, like, tear your ACL, but with the knife. You're in such trouble, bro. I know. Sounds pleasant. I know. He just, he won't, he won't make it a quick kill either. Mm-mm. Why would he? After what you did to his dog. I just simply left the toilet seat. Force feeding it. Your feces. Ah. Acting like it's a chick. (laughs) Mixing it in with the Alpo. Mm, Now I'm now I'm hungry. That's bad, man. Need to go home and have some cocoa wheats. Douche chill, are you pissed? Are you more mad at yourself for what you said tonight? No, what I said <laughs> was 100% innocent. I never would have dreamed in a million years that that would have been turned into something racist. What did you say? I will not say that again. Why? Because you'll try to put it again. I think you guys... Are you ashamed of what you said? No. Well, then say it. No, because now, after the fact, there's no way I'm going to say it, knowing what you guys will do. It was. A, it's a movie I've never seen. Here's- something completely innocent. And it's just like what I said about when I did the thing with Deuce McAllister. You turn something so innocent into something so ridiculous. Here's what I want you to do, Deuce Joe. <laughs> and I mean this. I want a written apology. Here's who I want you to address it to. Deuce McAllister. SBK. Janet Jackson. Black man in a wheelchair. And Tim Burton. And Catherine. Why is, how did Tim Burton get in the mix? Because it was about his movie, Planet of the Apes. Oh. That you somehow called uh, the Janet Jackson biography. And that's what no, really... No, no, and see, that's, oh, there you go again. Man. I didn't say that. And, I, you said that. And that's what got me. 
I never said that. And I'm, how come no one calls him a racist when he says that? Were you, I didn't were you say call, it. Were you calling it the biography or just like the whole Jackson family? Was that See, like the Jackson 5 wrong. story? So you guys can actually be racist, we're and not, that's okay. But when I say something that's 100% innocent, I get accused of being a racist for an hour. How are we being racist? And how are we being racist? We're repeating what you no, said. No, because those things you just came up with, I never would have dreamed in a million years. What did you say then? No, I'm not going to say it, because you guys right. are going to say Well, then that's what you said. What did you just say? Because I didn't say what you just said. All right, douche show. Written apology tomorrow. I will not write an apology for something that was so innocent. <laughs> and according to uh, according to Chunks, it's spelled A P O L L O G Y. Or how about this? How about you do your douche show karaoke song to it? An apology this week to that. To Janet Jackson's "If." <laughs> I'll do a song for that. I'm not going to apologize. I mean, I'll apologize. So you refuse to apologize? It's, no. I what, are you the Grease Man? If I apologize... Are you the Grease Man? No. I'll, are you related to the Grease Man? I don't even know who that is. I will make an apology. The problem with that is, is if I make an apology, it looks like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. It was just an innocent, and I it, thought that's who it was. And instead, you just are. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> you probably won't see me. I'm probably going to get mugged out when I walk out of the building. Oh, mugged! Oh, mugged! Oh, mugged! Is that what those people do? Wow! Oh, my! Again, something... Wake up with the monsters... I hate you guys. Wake up with I the, hate you guys. <laughs> wake up with the monsters of the morning. Dubs and I will uh, be in. Ha! Shannon Burke Middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We are the hideout. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. If you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. Remember, always talk good. And question authority. Stay classy, you people. <laughs> it's the hideout. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. No. I'm a He's nagging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.